go and top that. Such a waste, a pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Top That, your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of topics, usually in list form. Sometimes we draw out of a hat. Sometimes we do a little improv. It's fun every week. My name is Sabrina. I'm here always with my little brother, Derek. Hello. What is Gucci today? And Derek's roommate and my very good friend, Nate. Hello. Uh, before we get into it, I want to let you guys know where you can find us. Um, we're on social media wise. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the handle is the same. Top that dude. T-O-P-T-H-A-T-D-U-D-E. And we also want to give you guys a reminder that uh, <laughs> we... Are you okay over there? Sorry. Uh, give you guys a reminder that... We want you to find us on Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, and rate us. If you haven't done it already, we would really appreciate it if you could. And maybe share it with a friend. Get them to like, subscribe, and rate us. Throw a comment up there. Throw a comment up there if you you know if you feel like it. If you're feeling frisky. Um, other than that, you can find us on the Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Um, yeah, and we appreciate you guys listening. Shout out to our sponsor, Naked Lemon Bakery. Shout out Alicia at Naked Lemon Bakery in Astoria, Oregon on 10th Street. Right? Yeah. No, 11th Street. I lost count. It's 11th Street. From how many people asked for more macarons after the show. Um, speaking of the show, we do want to give a shout out to everybody that showed up to our live podcast. It was so much fun. It was kind of a shit show, but when is our podcast not a shit show? When is it not? When is it not? We had shit. We had so much fun. The guys had a little anxiety prior to the show, thinking it wasn't going to really work out. Trade secrets. (laughs) But you're going to tell them about my rash now too. But everything went off pretty good. We had a little test before with the sound, and we thought everything was going to be okay. And then we went and set up, and it was getting kind of weird. And then we hooked up to those big speakers that were there, right? That was the change. It just went so much easier than I thought it was going to go. Right. I thought it was going to be a lot of Jimmy rigging and guessing and checking and going, why why does it sound weird? (laughs) A lot of feedback. I can't. Well, now it's coming out of the speakers, but it's not recording. Right. But everything went really good. We And easy. Yeah. And... If you haven't listened to it yet, give it a listen. You can hear, you know, we have a little live audience. You can hear the actual physical humans laughing at our dumb jokes. I was really all just pumped in there. Yeah, we had a laugh track. We did. (laughs) We had a total laugh track. Pump and dump. Pump and dump. 
Um, yeah. Anything else? What am I missing here? I feel like I'm missing something. How are we doing today? Have I asked you guys that? I'm all right. Yeah? Got my, this is the first year, I think, in my life I will not be in San Diego for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Big changes in Big Nate's life. Got my surgery date. And the knee saga continues. Knee saga. Part four. He's got it. Yeah. He's got a knee surgery date this Friday, right? Yep. So hopefully the knee will be on the mend soon. You'll be out there juke stepping. Yeah. <laughs> In no time. Yeah, they're moonwalking. On. Derek, how you doing? You've been off work for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Been uh, loading around lately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> been doing a lot of napping and <laughs> and seasonal uh less seasonal depression, more just wearing times a bitch. Yeah. But seasonal depression is a bitch also. Totally I know a lot of people out there, you know, go through those wintertime blues. It sucks. The I was saying yesterday, the time change this year for some reason is really messing with me. It gets so dark early and usually it just rolls right off my back. It doesn't really, I don't hardly notice it. I don't like it, but it doesn't really like affect me. But lately I've just been kind of spun out on the time and it's 4.30 in the afternoon and it's freaking dark out. It feels like it's noon. I hate and it. And it's dark. Right. I hate it. Hate it, hate it. It's the worst this year. So I'm very much winter solstice right around the corner on the Maybe. 21st. Maybe it's hitting you hard this year because you've gone to what we discussed earlier, Alaska so much this year. Right. God. And, so you're getting and, like no sun. Right. There. Well, throughout the whole year, time is weird up there. <laughs> Like, Time is a concept. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. But the winter solstice is coming on the 21st. And that means that it's the shortest day of the year. Also the longest night of the year. And every day from there on out, the days will get a little bit longer. What day is that? December We're 21st. We're halfway to summer. We are halfway to summer. And I'm very excited. Very nice. It's my least favorite, but uplifting day of the season i guess because it's the shortest day i don't like that but that means that every day after that it's gonna get a little lighter thank you for explaining that to us yeah you're welcome so yeah let's talk about our list this week Sh should we break the news to him sure why don't you go ahead and take the reins on that one <sighs> i gotta be bad dad yep you gotta be bad dad Bad I gotta guys. be I gotta be intro dad, you gotta be bad dad. <laughs> if if you've been living under a rock, we just celebrated our year of episodes. Fifty second episode. If you if you count once a week, that's that's a whole year. You carry the two. Math. <laughs> and it's the Christmas season. We got a lot going on. And we are going to take a little week long break. So the week of New Year's. So not this week. Because you're listening to us now. And not next week. Not next week. Not we'll Christmas have one for you next week. We'll plug going in into next Christmas. Week. Don't worry. But the week of that week after that, New Year's week, we're we're not gonna have an episode for you. But we Because we're be gonna take some I believe well deserved, well deserved time off with our friends and family for the holidays. All right, and we'll be right back at it for the new year. Yeah, and it's going to be 
2020 podcast, not Ooh. 2019 podcast. Right. We're on that 2020 vision. We're that, on that Barbara Walters that vision. That Justin Timberlake 2020, that Barbara Walters 2020. We're we on it. We also figured that uh, we've been spoiling you with this every single week, and uh, we we don't want to we want to we don't want to come demand off, up. We don't want to come off easy, right? Yeah, we're gonna pump the hope. demand up, so we're we're pulling a little bit of the supply. Yeah, make it's called want- business tactics. It's called playing hard to get. See, the thing about Essex is <laughs> look it up. Yeah. So be prepared for that. New Year's week, you won't have a top that. But you can go back through the catalog and listen to 54 episodes worth of of lists. L- listen to If We Hit the Lottery Again. That's my favorite fucking episode. That's a good one. Done. I always tell people, <laughs> listen to the fucking flaming bag of shit that is bucket lists. That's one of my favorite lists. Nate, what's one of your faves? I don't know. <laughs> Nate doesn't know. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're all my favorite. Um, so Fake careers. That was a good one. Ooh, that was a good one. And Dream basketball jobs. teams. Yeah, basketball teams was good. I really liked the basketball teams one. Yeah. That one was a good one. Genie wishes. Ooh. That's another good one. Yeah. So listen, in the spirit of us going kind of back through our podcast, this is a very good segue into discussing what our list is going to be today we we are gonna do top that uh 2019 in review so we're gonna pick five things from the year that we enjoyed or that were significant or something that we just liked that we think is worthy to be on the list top five things of 2019 2019 in review in review so i don't know about you guys it's been a weird year yeah weird year for you yeah for sure Um, derek one of the tweets i saw a little bit ago sums it up perfectly i feel like this year's been like two years i feel like the january through june was something completely different from june right and that's exactly what nate and i were discussing earlier was that this year somehow went by so fast and seemed so quick, but also feels like it was a decade long. Yes. So much has happened and also nothing has happened at the same time. Things things seem like they happened last week and things seem like they happened five years ago. Yeah, it's really bizarre. And also, which is crazy too, because we're at the end of a decade as well. Time is a construct. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's kind of a weird year. Um, I feel like it's weird energy for everybody. I feel like most people I know have had a like a decent year. You know, like everybody's for the most part healthy and you know whatever. But it's been just a weird year. A lot of weird shits happened this year. It just hit me like last week that it's 2020. Right. I remember when it was going to be, you know, fucking Y2K. And that, you know, 20 years ago, where I was I at? I was in fifth grade and a sixth grader came up to me and goes, you guys are so lucky that you're seeing 2000. What? <laughs> Why? Because it was like 
the Think about millennia. people born after 2000. Right. They will never see something like that. Right. Or be around while that's happening. Right. I don't know. I had the same reaction, though. I was like, okay. Okay, so are you. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, nuts. Yeah, 20 years ago. Time goes by so damn fast. So crazy. But I'm kind of excited to do a little recap um, of what kind of we've been up to this year. I'm ready to make my first vision board. Are you? Yeah. I am a full support of the vision boards. I was just thinking about that the other day. I got to stack up some magazines because I got to make mine for 2020. This will be my third year in a row I've done a vision board. How did you Have do we- on this year's vision board? Um, Not as good as I did the year prior, but... Uh, there was a lot of podcast goals on the vision board and I think feel like a lot of those kind of, you know, somewhat came to fruition. Um, maybe, maybe we kick off next year's podcast with a vision board podcast. I want to, I've talked about that before a uh, podcast vision board. Where was I? You were probably sleeping. <laughs> so you're talking about podcast business without me. Right. Um, well, it was two thirty. Yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> um, something really strange on my vision board that happened this year. So I put um, Dave Grohl and John Mayer both on my vision board. And just, I really like them. I would like to meet them. I think they're very talented. And somewhere in May or June, I feel like, my dad texts me out of the blue and said, I met Dave Grohl today. And I was driving me down here and I remember I texted Nate and I don't know where you were, but I, I was telling him, I was like, my dad just texted Dave Grohl or met Dave Grohl today. And my dad did some job at his house and he was talking uh, about how he's possibly going to become friends with him because he had lives part time in Kona, which is where our dad lives. And throughout that you know, how cool would that be to get Dave Grohl on your podcast? And I about shit myself. And, you know, that was on my pot or that was on my vision board. Dave Grohl's on my vision board. And then that happened. So, you know, a little Great sp- vision. Little sprinkling of, of the vision board into the life this year. So have we talked about the secret? Uh I don't think so. Not like in depth or anything. Have you seen it? No. I know all about it though. Listen, a lot of people got into the secret. Well, it goes right along with the vision board concept. Right. Yeah. That whole visualizing. The universe is into, connected. And yeah. If you put it out there, it'll come back to you. Right. Right. I'm a I'm a subscriber to that. Seriously, though, guys, if you're listening, don't tell anybody about this, though, because it's a secret. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm excited for you to do a vision board. Me too. Yeah. Nate, do you think you'll do a vision board? You're not a... Are you a vision board guy? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I'm a... I just think about it. <laughs> Keep your vision board in your brain. Yeah. Well, here we go. 2020. Coming in Almost. hot. Coming in hot. But let's talk about 2019. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. All mine are very personal again. And if you if you are a frequent listener to our podcast, you will have heard about all of these already. <laughs> uh, number one, 
is my only entertainment one. And that's that this year on my birthday, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time came out. And that was, I'm sure you can all say it together, Joker. 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 Holy moly. What a great film. Joker. Why can't... Why, why can't more people make good movies like this? I don't know. But I love that at least we get this, you know, the sprinkling of these amazing movies. It, I feel like obviously the majority of stuff, whether you like it or not, it's like, you know, middle of the road. Yeah, it's good, or you can deal without it, or whatever. It's very rare when something comes along whether it's music, movies, whatever, comedy, that something really kind of blows you away. And this movie is one of those times, I think, that it really, like, this is amazing. Do you think, as a whole, entertainment's going to keep getting better, like, exponentially? Or do you think we're at a peak? Um... I'm not sure. I feel like it will be. I feel like it will get better because I think that more opportunities are coming to more people. I think it's easier for people to get access to have the ability to make movies and tell stories. Um, it's not like you have to move to Hollywood or you have to move to New York or you have to move to Atlanta to to find somebody to take you seriously to make a story and to get it out there. You can produce a movie on your iPhone and and put it on YouTube, and if it hits, it hits, and you don't have to pay anybody to do it. You can do it yourself. See, I think that's an argument for why it's not going to exponentially get better and better, because yeah. I think the more people that are involved in it, the more it can get washed out. Because now everybody can make it, there's so much more shit yeah. mixed in with the good that I have a feeling after if it keeps going that way it's just going to kind of level off. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 go down. It's hard to tell. Um I I don't disagree with that idea. Um I just think that uh you know, obviously with that amount of shit is going to bring on that amount of that much more not shit. And the thing that worries me as far as quality and, you know, making movies good is kind of the thing that we were talking about before with the new Star Wars stuff. The way technology can can be and can kind of ruin things. I hate those, the Star Wars episodes one, two, and three. And the, the new added scenes that they put into the episodes four, five, and six. I, I can't stand the the CGI stuff. And I feel like that was just that kind of like era of new CGI, new technology. That's exactly what it was. Right. And so that I think could possibly, because who knows what else we're going to freaking develop in the next, you know, 20, 30 years. The, the added scenes in Return of the Jedi, I didn't expect them. I didn't know they were coming. Yeah. I saw that for the first time a couple of weeks ago. It was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen it's in my terrible. life. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. It just it it it's so foreign to the whole movie. But that's what I feel like could happen uh as far as things not getting better um or staying better. I think that technology can kind of, you know, it could it can help 
make things good, but it can also take things back a bit. Um, so, yeah. I think about that with sports a lot. Really? I feel like we're in kind of a sports renaissance with who we're seeing in some of these different areas. Explain. My easiest one is like Messi and Ronaldo. I don't know that there's going to be a player better than Messi yeah. in the future. I mean, new technologies, new ways of play. I don't know that there is. Right. There can be, obviously. Right. But, but you I just feel don't like know there's a lot of sports lifetime. stars right now that kind of like with my argument for the entertainment, I feel like kids are getting more exposure to workouts and trainers and whatnot ages, at earlier yeah. ages and knowing how to do it. So obviously they're getting better and better and better. But obviously as well, we're going to hit a point where. Right. You can't train them any younger. Right. <laughs> you can't start them any younger. That's and You're maxed out. Like, obviously you can, I don't know basketball as much. You can argue all day about who's the best, but like people like LeBron and Kobe, mm-hmm. even like, I mean, you could go down a list of how many good people there are. Right. P- people in football that are putting up records every week. Right. And then in comes, yeah, in comes the next new guy that shatters like, I that. W- I wonder if we're getting into like a renaissance. Yeah. Right before everything comes crashing down. Right. It is very interesting. I feel like uh, in the sports world, for sure, that these athletes are are just maniacs in the best way. I mean, they're just jacked and so talented and so good at what they're doing. It's been really fun to watch in, you know, damn near all the sports. And is that going to be the new way or is that going to pitter out? Right. My thing is always thinking, is that going to go away? Like, are we not realizing what we're watching because we've been watching it most of our life? Like right. it's got, it's just been better and better and better and better. Right. It's just and what because we're used that's to. happening. Is it going to keep happening that way? Or do we just think this is the norm? Because that's what we know. Right. And in like 10 years, we're going to go, holy shit. Right. We, what if 10 years down the road, you watch Joker again, and all of a sudden you're like, why did I like this so much? You think that'll ever happen? No. Because I've had movies like that. Yeah. I think I'm past the, the age where I'm going to say, why did I like this so much? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I have many more growing pains. In what I like, in don't your like. Taste yeah. And stuff. Yeah. It's too good of a movie. Plus, I also don't have that many movies that I look back and go, why did I like this? Right. Most movies, like. I know. Even the movies, even the movies when I was young, I'm like, I know exactly why I like this and I yeah. still like it. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I let everybody know that A Night at the Roxbury is on Netflix. I laughed so hard laying in my bed the other night watching that movie. And that came out when I was in junior high. I will never not like that movie. It's so damn funny. And most movies that I don't like. I like them even more now because of how stupid they are. Right. <laughs> it's like the Zoolander thing. Johnny Tsunami. Great example. <laughs> so good. Are you afraid of the dark? I'll never not like that. I love Are You Afraid of the Dark. Right. It's so good. 
But yeah, The Joker was such a good movie. And Joaquin, I'm so excited for, I'm really excited for award season to see what happens with this movie. What, I mean, it's hard, I'm easily blinded by this movie, but what is up against Joaquin right now? Mm. Probably things like that, the Goldfinch movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's probably a long list of stuff. I mean, uh, there's and there's movies that come out that I n- don't even hear of, you know, or see that that are in the running. So I, it would take me too long to do this off the top of my head to try to figure out who'd be competing. But, um, you know, I mean, a lot of movies that were really popular this year that might do well in that, like the animation realm or scores and stuff, the Lion King, the new Aladdin Avengers for costuming, you know, all that kind of stuff. And those are obviously movies that we're into, but, um, but for dramas and stuff, I don't know. I don't know who would rival him. And I also don't know if movies like the Irishman would make it for nomination. You know, I heard that they're doing those dual releases. Yeah. So that they can be nominated. Yeah. Like, because The Irishman came out in theaters, but also came out on Netflix. Yeah. And I heard they're doing that specifically so they could be. So they can compete. Yeah. Because who was it? James Cameron, I think, maybe said it. Said some disparaging remark about. Uh. Netflix movies or streaming movies and how it's not the same as big cinema. He talks shit about streaming services and he talks shit about Marvel movies. Like he was just looking for smoke. Did he talk shit about Marvel or was it Scorsese that talked shit oh, about Marvel? Oh, I thought Marvel? we were talking about Scorsese. No, I, was th- I, I think the comment that I'm talking about, I thought it was James Cameron. It could have been Scorsese though. But anyways, big directors who are huge in cinema. James Cameron has been dragging his feet on Avatar 2 and 3 for a decade now, and now he wants to talk shit about something else. Well, he took 14 years to make Avatar? Something like that? He's been at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) They filmed Lord of the Rings back to back to back. (laughs) So I don't want to hear your bitching. Right. Peter Jackson does. James Cameron doesn't. Out. (laughs) So... Just for everybody listening out there, Nate just reached into a bag of pretzels trying to be really quiet. And all I could think of is fucking Big Daddy when the kid's sleeping and he tries to get the chip. And he's like, yeah, he's like, the kid is great as long as he's not moving or what did he say? Moving or breathing. Yeah. (laughs) He freaking gets the Frito out of the bag. Seems like that make me like irrationally angry. Why? It's a like, lot of things make you irrational. Right, but it's like, okay, kid, I'm paying rent here. You know how hard my fucking life is? <laughs> I'm watching this. You want to put on your kangaroo shit? You're lucky I don't put you in the closet for a couple hours to light off. Oh my God. Fucking screaming for some kangaroo song. It's a penalty shot. And I mean like my chips. <laughs> once a decade. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, you know, I, I haven't yet, but I'll pull a gun on a kid. Jeez. Yeah. I believe that. 100%. Um, well, Joker, on your birthday. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, if, and I, I said this to you too right after we got out of the movie theater, is this going to be the first role that has won two different actors an Oscar for acting? It'd be cool. Probably. Joker, I think... Heath Ledger. Yeah. 
best supporting and best, you know, because I don't think uh, did De Niro win for Godfather? Uh, he, I thought he won for Godfather Two. Yeah, Godfather Two, because he was in Godfather Two. Did anyone win an Oscar in Godfather One? I don't know. That would be the only one I could think of. Oh, um, yeah, very excited for that. That was such a good movie. You think if uh, Heath Ledger hadn't died, he would have won? Yes, I do. I I also do too, because I think the the only it wasn't a super strong year. I think second place that year was Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Shut up. He was you know he was nominated that year. I did not know yeah. that. I did not know that either, and that's awesome. It really was. <laughs> it's so good. I, I really think that was like second place. I love that. That's such a good movie, and that's yeah. such a good role. Um, yeah, I think that he would have. I think that he, his performance stands on its own two feet, dead or not. I I don't know if they would have given or if they gave the award just because he died. You know what I mean? I think I think that he would have. I I I people like to do that. People like the when Tupac died, best rapper of all time. When Sean Taylor died, best safety of all time in football. We're never going to see anyone like it. I mean, when people die, people love to get emotional about it. Right, right. So it's, but I think we still, I mean, that's one of the best. The talent, roles. yeah, the talent stands. That's one of the best yeah. roles I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, I guess I'll go next. Derek, you want to be last? Uh, no, I'll go next? fourth. Does okay. anybody have six underground on their list? I don't. <laughs> Watch Six Underground on Netflix, everybody. Don't watch it thinking it's going to be a super dope action movie like that's got a great plot. It's a super dope action movie that's really dumb but very entertaining. It's it's Michael Bay took every cliche from any action movie ever and, and slammed it into this movie. For those of you who don't know who Michael Bay is, he's the one who did all the Transformers movies, or most of them, right? What else did he do? But he's very action. If you think about even just the first Transformers, Dude. very vibrant, very saturated with color, lots of action, lots of angles. Car flips and yeah. explosions. Did, did Michael Bay do Bad Boys? I don't know. I think he might have. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and some beautiful people are in it, though. Yeah, Ryan so. Reynolds is in it. Dave Franco's in it for a hot minute. Um, yeah, everybody's good looking in this movie. It's like a Michael Bay, John Wick yeah, but not focused on one person. Right. Michael Bay did Bad Boys. Nice. He did yeah. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon. Oh, Armageddon. This is the Ruach. <laughs> they gave a pretty big budget to 15-year-old Michael Bay. It's pretty good. And he made a movie. So, yeah, if you're having a lazy Sunday, watch Six Underground. Um, My number five... Brina, what's your five? For 2019... Um, I put on podcasting in general because we had such a good year of successfully putting out, we had one little technical difficulty during the summertime, but for successfully putting out our podcast, super proud of us for that. I also, my computer broke. Okay. I wasn't blaming anybody. Okay. I didn't have any money. <laughs> um, and then I got some really fun opportunities to go travel around with one of my best friends and do some live podcasting with her around the country. And it was really, really fun. Der Derek's choking. 
drink. Did we get all that? Yeah, take take one big fat swig on that one. <coughs> you all right there, brother? I took a huge like mouthful of bang. <laughs> and before I swallowed it, I choked on the first little bit. Like it started going down like my like air hole. <coughs> Hole. And it took me everything to not just spit it out. Spit out <laughs> I had a big old mouthful going down your ear hole. <laughs> Gross. Um, someone's bang in my mouth. Bang hole. Um, <laughs> and it's been, it was really, really fun. And I, it's something that I really, really have enjoyed doing when anybody I run into asks me what, what is new? What have you been up to? Podcasting is pretty much like the one of the first things that I've been telling everybody. It's such a fun hobby, and I really enjoy doing it with some of the funniest people I know. But I don't know if you guys are having fun. I sure am. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it, I, I've, it's been, I think it's going what too, to like too much to my head. What? The podcast, because it's just like... I'll meet someone and, you know, uh, have a conversation with them. Like, hi, how's it going? And then halfway through, I'm like, I'm bored. I have a podcast. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. You're showing off too much. It's everything to me. God. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. And I don't know. I mean, when we kind of were throwing around ideas of what to do in kind of deciding on doing this, I don't think that I, I really, like, really expected that I would like it this much. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. That is cool, man. You're like, hey, I'm just going to go talk into this microphone. Right. And now I really like talking in this microphone. Yeah. I love my microphone. That's fun. Sabrina is the only one with her own microphone on this show. She put a sticker on it the first day we got them. It's like we don't get it. She said, this is mine. It's a, it's a green S. Yeah. He used to say, sure, but the brand of the Sabrina. microphone, Sabrina, <laughs> hacked it up for her own personal use. Well, sue me. Maybe I will. You can put out your stickers on your microphone if you want. Yeah, I know you got lots of them hanging around here. No. <laughs> I kind of want to do a sticker. If, if <clears throat> Give me one of them anonymous stickers. I'll put that on my mic. Those cost money. If anyone I'll pay out there's for it. a sticker company and want to sponsor us. Right. Give me, Alicia, give me a freaking macaroon sticker or a, a snickerdoodle sticker. I get the snickerdoodle stickers around here. If anybody's getting the snickerdoodle sticker, it's going to be me. You're joking, but if you want those stickers, I know a guy that'll get some for you. I do want stickers. <laughs> we should make some top that stickers. This is definitely Stickers I'm are cool. And they're not that expensive. We should definitely make some top that stickers. I'm glad we're doing the podcast. I really am. Uh, it's something I'm proud about. I I don't do enough creative things in my life, and this is something that uh, helps fill that void. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud. That's awesome. I'm proud about doing this. Yeah, so it's you know, it's fun, and it definitely. I think. I mean, creativity. I feel like we all know this that it's like a muscle. You you know, the more you flex it, the better it gets. The easier it is. I mean, I don't know about easier, but, you know, you never know what trail or rabbit hole you're going to end up in and having these weird conversations and even conversations that we don't have on the podcast. I know that Nate and I have gone down some deep, weird 
fucking trails, rabbit hole, rabbit hole conversations through text or in real life, just dying. I mean, we've got what two movie ideas, a couple uh, series. That movie is <laughs> gonna be fantastic, right? <laughs> so these kinds of conversations that spur all that, you know, get our creative juices flowing. I love it. I feel that I was born to do creative things. Uh, I've dabbled with lots of mediums. I know that, you know, Nate just said it today that he belongs in the creative world. Derek, you're the same way. I feel like you have a creative mind. Me, you and Anthony all kind of grew up the same. This helps exacerbate that. It's a dirty ass word. I know. Uh, Asthmatic. Yeah. Yeah. Vocab word for the day. Asthmatic. Asthmatic. Um, But yeah, so podcasting was my number five on my 2019 review. I've had tons of fun doing it. I'll see you at the end of year two. Okay. For the next party. Yeah. I learned a new sport this year. Did you? I learned how to play spike ball. Is that your number five? It is. That's a good one. That is a good one. I forgot about spike ball. Well, we haven't been playing too much since Ned got hurt. Right. Well, and it's cold out now, but it's that's a fun game. So the first time we saw it was the first time me and Nate flew to Boston. Flew to Boston to visit Brett, and then we took a walk from Brookline to Cambridge. Cambridge is where MIT and Harvard is. Was that a long walk? It was. It was a nice walk through through Boston. Like, saw some cobblestone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, so minimum three cobbles. And then we're right next to the library on Harvard campus and in like a little grassy, f- you know, the quad. The qu- yes. In the, Through quad, the gymnasium. There were some we're people going playing what was spike ball, but none of us had any idea what it was. It was nerd trampoline. It ball was, yeah, it Did was you like tramp- go up to these guys no. and say, what the hell is this nerd? No, we- we sat on the stairs and judged them from a distance. Yeah, and then we were like, how do we get into the library? <laughs> um, and then six months later, Brett was like, you guys remember those kids that were playing that sport? Yeah, I play it now. <laughs> it's called spike ball. And we said, you're such a nerd. Yeah, you're stupid. Big, dumb, stupid. Playing what, nerd games. What is that, a clown <laughs> pewter? Oh, my God. Bozo's doing the dubs. Where did you get that trampoline from the toilet store? Fast forward to... (laughs) Nate, you got it? You got got a copy of Spikeball? Yeah, I copied it. And for those of you listening at home that don't know what Spikeball is, it's just a 3D version of two-on-two volleyball. A 3D version? You got a little mini trampoline on the ground, and you got a little mini volleyball. Instead of hitting it over a net, you bounce it into a net. Yeah. And it's a bump set spike. Yes. Pretty much. Situation. Precisely. Basically, it is volleyball. I know, but it was the 3D thing. So the first real time, we all traveled for uh, an extended weekend to Bend for a bachelor party. We brought that there, and everyone was new to it. So everyone went through the same growing pains and learned how to play spike ball. And for those of you who haven't played it, I highly suggest you YouTube it or just Google it and figure out what it is. It's funner than shit. 
So it's the new sport that I learned. I always like learning new sports because I've been a sports guy my whole life. Spikeball. Funner than shit. Spikeball is really fun. I also, so that's something new for me this year too because I picked that up through you guys after Nate bought one. And (laughs) this summer when we got, was it when we got back from Brett and Sam's wedding? Yeah, because Andrew Andrew was was here. The four of us were out there playing and I have fake acrylic nails on my fingers and went full board ham on this stupid spike ball, busted one of my nails clean off, but it was worth it. Didn't it you was pop fun. two? Didn't one break half and one popped all the way yeah, up? I think so, yeah. We were playing, and I don't know if you guys remember this, we were playing, and this guy on like yeah, uh, a hoverboard, <laughs> but like not like a cool hoverboard when you think of like Back to the Future, like one of those asshole things that like are just wheels <laughs> on the ground. Those nerd ones. It, and people call it a hoverboard. He was vaping and going like 40 miles an hour like on the sidewalk and just like hit his brakes just to stare at us. And we all looked at him and he goes, so you hit it three times and then teens change? He basically like pulled by, was watching us as he pulled by. When he says hit the brakes, he didn't like get off of it and come talk to (laughs) us. He stayed on it, just stopped. He just stopped. Stared at where we were playing and goes exactly like Derek said. So you hit it three times? It was basically like if he was in a car, he would slam on his brakes and roll down the window and ask, "Yeah, what's going on over here?" <laughs> but he was on a hoverboard and he was vaping. So, and they hit it. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. And then you know if they miss, we score. Huh? And then he just fucking rolled away. A weirdo. Was a weird guy. He's living in your neighborhood. Yeah, because I'm sure he's the worst one living here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Spikeball's cool, and my partner in crime is nursing a bad knee right now, so I haven't played in a while. I wish I could play a little more. Um, you know, but I understand. It's a fun game. Look it up, people. Get some Spikeball in your life. Spikeball 2020. Spikeball 2020. 2020. Nate, what's your number four? Topical. My number four is I hurt my knee again. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh about that. <laughs> That's what she literally did. Hurt my knee again. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about it since I actually found out what I did. I don't know if you have either. Let the homies know. But for all following the knee saga, as Brina put it, found out that my knee... There wasn't a lot of damage, according to the doctor. Meniscus is fine. The cartilage is wearing down, but that's to be expected because I messed it up a while ago. The problem is I broke off a piece of bone from my bottom leg. Just a chunk. A chunk. So I am having surgery this Friday. My third knee injury, this is going to be my fourth knee surgery. That's wild. To reattach that bone. That's a lot of major surgery you've had, sir. Yeah. This is going to be my sixth. Sixth surgery? Four knees, a jaw, and a foot when I was a kid. Jeez. Lordy. Yeah, I got a punch card. (laughs) Nice. You get your tenth one free? Mm, Something like that. No, I got to pay out of pocket. (laughs) Trying to line up my knee replacement <laughs> and that 10th right. in the same. 
But yeah, I mean, not a fun one for 2019, but definitely a major one. A big part of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And probably my life going forward. Right. A little, little game change. A little, uh, little change in the path. If anybody's got the hookup on Terminator knees out there, Ooh. hit us up. DM me. Slide in. Wouldn't that be the craziest thing? Sloyd. Just get two Terminator knees and just go crazy on the soccer field? Do you imagine if I was the first Terminator leg like recipient? That would be amazing. Hey, you guys hear about the Terminator leg? Yeah, no, my friend Nate's the one that got it. It's my roommate. He's, yeah. he's, my, he's my friend. <laughs> he's been talking to binary and asleep, though, so I don't know what's going on. The other day, his eyes like changed to red for just a second and then changed Kill back. Kill all humans. Right. <laughs> Skynet is self-aware. It's not really connected, but last night's episode of Rick and Morty we watched with the snakes and Terminator and all that shit. <laughs> that was so that was good. <laughs> Snake jazz. <laughs> so funny. So stupid. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so funny. Bingo, my three. Right. Sons. Well, you know, <sighs> let's, let's we look. all hope that your knee recovers swiftly. I want to look at the positives, and the, one of the positives is not this time, but the time before you hurt your knee where you like had the bucket handle tear. Yeah. I feel like your process to get rehabbing back took a long time. And I feel like they're like, okay, uh, surgery's on Friday, uh, rehab starts Monday. Oh, yeah, that's what I called to set up a rehab appointment. The first rehab available is... Uh, January 3rd. Oh, so, so it's going to be a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like two. Yeah. Just be laid up. Whatever. Whatever. I know my own rehab things. Right. You've been I've through this, this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're hoping for a swift and speedy recovery. Get your knee back in shape. Get that chunk screwed in. Screwed on in there. Yeah. That'll it, be the second set chunky. of pins. Third, I think. Third set of pins in my body. Jeez. Got two up here. I have one for my ACL that's still in there. I didn't know that happened. And then this one. Freaking Terminator, yeah. Nate. You're going to be more metal than you are human. I can't wait. It's going to be pretty cool. More Coming after all of you. Human. I'm still holding out. They might spring load you in that back of that knee. You I'll, never know. I'll juice you up. Tell you what, if we're doing Terminator knees, absolutely, let's spring load them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grease up, that bitch up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Raise the hoops. Raise them up twenty feet. Let's be the only one dunking. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Just get Flutter. you on a freaking, uh, like a gymnast fucking mat. Just launch you. That would be awesome. So many things you could do with the Terminator leg. Go into freaking uh, martial arts and just fuck some people Kill up. Kill people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go fuck up John claude Van Damme with your Terminator leg. <laughs> what would you do, Derek, if your best friend and roommate took his Terminator leg and killed the one guy that you've loved your entire life? In battle, though. Like, right. I didn't. Right. I'm right. not going it was like him. It was like a Street Fighter style battle or Kumite. I'd be a little confused, and I'd probably ask if he was hungry. 
Just like any other day. And that's probably it. Go, probably go to Sweet Tomatoes down the street. <laughs> talk about it, maybe. So you, so you killed Jean-Claude? Yes. Okay, thank you, though. <laughs> thank you, though. Yeah, Terminator knees. I wonder if they got cool attachments. You know they're gonna. They're gonna. You know when they start coming out with robot things for people, they're gonna. The next thing after creating them is gonna be attachments. Juicing them up. Um, I'm imagining this is just spitballing here. Terminator knees, but with the remote style of like you know when you get one of those massage chairs and it's got the long list of buttons <laughs> you can choose. Something like that. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> What what are those options? I don't know that yet. I don't. Do I know? I, I was trying to think of some right now in my <laughs> right. head. I couldn't come up with anything. Right. I was like, cheetah knees? No, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Pants Ele- or hands? Elephant knees? No. You got one fast leg. <laughs> the other one's your normal leg. Life in the fast leg. Oh, it'd be so good. You're <laughs> almost falling off over every single fucking you accidentally, in a bad circle. You accidentally hit the... the the random like button so it just scrolls through random changes. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god. That would be great. Would. Can we get somebody to work on that? Uh, let's get some Terminator knees. Good number four. Elon, Terminator legs. Right. I don't know if that's a good number four. That <laughs> well, we got Terminator knees out of it. That's a good one. <laughs> I feel like Nate was like, yeah, this year I got terminal cancer. Oh, good number four. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Good one. You won't get to see 2020, yeah. but right. good one. Good one. Oh, your aunt died. Good number four. Derek, or no, it's not your turn yet. It's Brina. me. What is your four? My number four. My number four for 2019, I've been to Alaska so many fucking times this year. So How many times? So many times. So many times. How forgetful was he? Anchorage was the most as far as places that I stayed. More like What's stank- your favorite? More like Anchorage. Uh, <laughs> Anchorage is like, Anchorage is okay. Juno, I like the town, but the hotel blows. Oh, uh, Juno Hotel. Yeah. More like Juno's. Yeah. Oh. Derek said that. <laughs> um, oh, I get it. Fairbanks trash. Wow. Um, but the flying is beautiful. Like the views are awesome and the people are great. Um, the one thing that was cool about being in Alaska so much this year was in July, I worked an entire week of flying up in Alaska. And then as soon as I got home, I had to turn around and go right back up to Anchorage. And I rented a car. That's in Alaska. That is in Alaska. I rented a car and drove to Homer, Alaska for one of my best friend's weddings. And How long is that drive? It was about three and a half hours. And it was... A very beautiful drive, very scenic. The reason why I did it, I could have flown into Homer, but everybody I asked said, take the drive, take the road trip because it's so pretty. Like you'll you won't regret it. Why did they why did they get married in Alaska? Uh that's where Matt's from. Gotcha. Um and I love a good road trip, so I was down for it, and it was definitely worth it. But something that was 
funny to me was I realized that we grew up in a very scenic area and we all live in a pretty scenic area in the Pacific Northwest. Driving through all of that was not anything really out of the ordinary. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like it's beautiful, but then it made me realize like, oh, I grew up surrounded by beautiful water and mountains and, you know, the ocean and rivers and all this shit. Um, it was really cool. But uh got to go to the Salty Dog Saloon, which is in Homer. Got myself a Salty Dog Saloon t-shirt. Um, got to put a dollar up there. If you see, if you go in there, everybody takes a dollar bill, writes their name or whatever on it, and pins it to the roof or the walls. The place is just covered in dollar bills. But that was cool. And It's a good investment. Right. <laughs> and... I was just in Anchorage a few days ago. I mean, I've spent so much time. I've never been to Alaska. In Alaska this year. Tons. When people ask me where I've been flying, I always seem to say, I've been in Alaska a lot lately. Always. How's that pretzel? What's the coldest uh, you've experienced up there? Um... I've definitely been up there where it's been in single digits. But I don't know if I've been in any of the below zeros. No negatives. Not that I can recall. I've definitely been through lots of snow when it's been super cold. When you step out of the airport in Fairbanks and it's like, you know, nine degrees. Five. Right. It hurts. It's shocking. Yeah. It's shocking to your to your breath. I've only felt cold like that in Chicago. Oh, Chicago gets so cold. So, so cold. First time I was in Edmonton, it was negative 30. Jesus. Say negative 30? Yeah. That's crazy. That hurt to breathe. Yeah. That's crazy cold. Crazy cold. (laughs) Fucking pretzel, It's all part of the show now. Yeah. <laughs> you introduced the snacks in the live show, and that's just how it's going to be from now on. No, it's not. It will drive me crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> the kid is great as long as he's not moving or speaking. Uh, yeah, so Alaska is my number four. Spent tons of time out there. During the summertime, it never gets dark. Right now, they're in that time where it never gets light. I was up there the other morning. Yikes. Yeah, it's very weird and depressing. Um, I had to go to the airport. Uh, my van pickup time was at 930 in the morning, and it was still, it was trying to get light, but it was not light yet. 930 in the morning. And it was like kind of like what it's right now. Not dusky, not that sunrise kind of thing, but just like there's no light. I wish it did this both sides, always light, always dark, for like two weeks here. Oh, yeah. Because I could be into this for a little bit. Right. I could handle that. But yeah, for months at a time. This would be fun if you're like, hey, babe, I'll be home. Light some candles. We're going to watch a movie tonight. But like doing this shit alone is not fun. Or for months on end. (laughs) That would suck. I like candles, cook good food, and watch movies by myself all the time. Yeah, get on board. It's great. 
Yeah. It's called self love. <laughs> <laughs> you into that? Y- yes. <laughs> I also think it'd be very hard to sleep if it was always light out. Well, they're very good at having the blackout curtains up there. I understand. Like, I get and it. I know that. But I mean, just like mentally. Like, I'm a person that it's way harder for me, doesn't matter what time I go to bed, to wake up in the morning than it is for me to stay up as long as I can. Yeah. Like, I could stay up way easier than waking up. Right. And I feel like if I woke up and the sun just never went down, mentally, I would never be like, I'm really tired. Want to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, ah, I'm, I'm getting tired. I must need like a three-hour nap. And then right. really it's... 2 30 in the morning right it really does mess with you it when you when it starts to get really late and it's close to midnight and it's still light out your energy doesn't go down like it naturally does when the sun goes it's a it's a strange thing i i I agree with you i feel like it would be hard to adapt to that so those northern countries are so good at being locations for horror movies right (laughs) people just lose their minds right 30 days a night God. Where is it? Barrow, Alaska won't see another sunrise until January. And that was a couple weeks ago, I think, when they saw their last sunset. I mean, there were places that Godspeed. do have, have the dark on. Do you imagine uh, having like that for a month, even without any light? And like you see bear prints or like, you know. Something that's sneaking around in the dark all the time. That would be hell on earth. Hell on earth. No. Somebody turn the lights back on. I don't like that. Animals probably just love it. Stalking their prey. Bunch of, bunch of nocturnal animals. $20 to pay the rent. Right. Shaking their ass. You guys have seen Pitch Black, right? Yes. No. Is that the wow. one with Vin with Diesel? Vin? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. When I was a kid, I wanted to get a shine job so bad. Trim diesel. I saw Lindsay sent me a meme the other day that said Vin Sync, and it was Vin Diesel's face on every member of NSYNC. It was so funny. (laughs) Back to Pitch Black. I wanted a shine job so bad. Sabrina, and for those who haven't seen Pitch Black, heathens. I feel like you're judging me. I am. You should feel that way. Continue. Uh he gets this thing done in prison where it's called a shine job and they like shine his eyes so he can see at night. Oh. Well, I guess it's like very receptive to light because he has to wear sunglasses when the sun's out. Yeah. So it'll get all fucked up. But he can see in like thermal type vision. I'd take a shine job. I want that too. I would want it just at night though. Like he couldn't see color or anything. Oh. So, like, yeah. if you get it done, yeah, you can see at night, but now your vision of normal, During you have to wear glasses all, all the time, up. and it's yeah. all fucked up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, agreed on that. Only nighttime shine. Terminator eyes. Get those going. After the knees, though. Yeah. See, this is why I like this podcasting shit. <laughs> we got new business ideas here. I feel like we're going to have to study a lot to get some of these going. Well then that's what we're going to have to do. Um, yeah, that would suck to live in the dark for a freaking month. I don't think I could do it. Not great. I moth. Re- a moth. Pretty little moth. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just too much. But Alaska is pretty to visit. I want to take one of those tours through the glaciers. The glaciers. The glaciers. I think that would be fun. Um, like a cruise? Yeah. Nerd. Something like that. Nah. I've never been on a cruise. Me either. I don't really have a desire to be on a cruise at all. Me neither. Um, I never have. Irrational fears episode. But um, I would take one there to, to go see all that shit. That would be the purpose of the cruise. Cruise purposes. Yeah. Tom Cruise purposes. Yes. Uh, Penelope. Alaskan Tom Cruise purposes. Penelope Cruise purposes. Oh. Ted Cruise purposes. Ew. Like Dad Cruise. Right. <laughs> Penelope. Penelope. Uh, Derek, what's your number four? Speaking of Penelope. Where's the next Broken Lizard movie? We're only on number fours. Holy moly, it's going to be a long one for you. Yeah, we talked a lot in the beginning. (laughs) Uh, Just to bring it up again, the uh, weird thing that happened this year was the whole, like, LeBron, Hong Kong, China tweet controversy (laughs) shit. I thought about that the other day and how it went away. Like, nobody's talking about that anymore. Because people don't really care about things anymore. Right. Right. I mean, it was hot shit for a couple months, but LeBron looked really bad. Yeah. And I like LeBron, but this was not a good look, dude. Yeah. Uh, just Lakers little, are balling out, though. Yeah, they are. What, are they 23 and 4 or some shit? Yeah. I love watching good. His, his highlights and his freaking... Just his energy is off the freaking chain right off now. Off the freaking chain. Y- you can tell he's enjoying himself. Totally. You can tell that he... He's having fun out there. He's at a point in his career where he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, I can improve still, but I'm not gonna improve that much. Like I'm kind of, I've learned everything I can learn, and now he's just got a cast around him that he can be like, "All right, dish in, balling out, yeah, so fun to watch. See, sports renaissance. I feel like we're seeing something. It's weird looking back and seeing like the different phases of LeBron's career, and like yesterday, it's like." He had a picture, and the the um, it was him hugging Chris Chris Bosh, and it was uh, two thirds of the Heatles. A, I've never heard that term before. It's the Heat and the Beatles and shit. That's you know, funny, very funny. <laughs> that is but good. I forgot that he was at the Heat. He was, <laughs> he, he was on the Heat with Chris Bosh. Like yeah. that seems like and Dwayne Wade. Yeah, right. It seems like twenty years ago, and then think about the first wave of Cleveland Cavaliers he played with with. Uh, Anderson Verjao and Mo Williams. Mo Williams was an all-star, and then he left to go to Miami, and then he went back to Cleveland and played with Kyrie and Kevin Love. That was fun to watch that. Yeah, and then L.A. with Anthony Davis and that whole shit, and just like, what's next? Because I don't think this is going to be, this is not the end of LeBron's career. No, I I think he's going to try as hard as he can to play until his son's in the league. I think so, too. I, I also think so, which is where he's a freshman right now. Yeah, so three, four years, yeah. maybe. Which And it looks like with, with what load management is doing, <laughs> load. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's going to have, he's going to max out his longevity. Did you see his quote about load management, though? No, what was it? 
he said, there's so, I realize that, and don't quote me on this quote, something along the lines of, I realize who I am in the sport and what I've done, and I know how many young kids and people come to see me, so if I'm healthy, I'm going to play. Very cool, I guess. Yeah. Screw the load, man. Respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi, if you're listening, we love you, Kawhi. If you're listening, come on the show, baby. He's a fun guy. Uh, Yeah, but it's the whole like, if you guys remember, it was uh, Daryl Morey, which was the GM of the Houston Rockets, tweeted in support of Hong Kong. And Hong Kong's doing some fucked up shit. No, no, China was doing some China, shit. Yeah. yeah, and China has a huge love for not only the NBA, but the Houston Rockets, because that's where Yao used to play. Yao Ming. And business in China is huge for the NBA, and China was like, oh, fuck this guy who's going to take sides against our country. Okay, our whole country's done watching the NBA. They don't, they don't host, uh, they don't, they don't watch, air games. They don't air games of the NBA anymore. And uh, China, that's one point how many billion people. It's a huge market for the NBA. Huge market. So the NBA lost a shit ton of money. And LeBron sided with China, which was horrible. And then when someone called him on, he says, not every fight should be our fight, which is the whole polar opposite of Black Lives Matter. Um, Lots of causes that he supports. It just did not. it, It was like... Okay, LeBron, you fucked up. And then his next thing he said, put his own foot in his mouth three times deeper. And then the next thing he said, put it five times deeper. And it was like, LeBron, stop it, please. You don't look good right now. And then it went away. It went away. Nobody was talking about it all of a sudden. Yeah. But that I feel like that that is our culture now. That something's hot for a week or two. And then something else comes and, and you know... Lack of better words, trumps it. In Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Right, right. That meme came buried to LeBron. <laughs> it, it so it's on to the next thing. I mean, it just everything comes so fast. Well, it's also funny that that's like we think of that as a meme. But I was talking to like old Jeffrey Epstein thing. Right. In terms of the meme, still lives. Right. But well, in the, terms of the act and what's happening. Right. Nobody's talking about it anymore. No. So he that was hot. Then he died. Everybody, like, A, didn't believe that he killed himself in the first place. And then that went to bed for a while. And then the meme started coming out again. It was just like all of a sudden the meme got hotter than the actual shit yeah, before. People trying to bring it back up and be like, hey, don't forget about this. Right. Those memes have been pretty funny. They, some of them get me. Like the long ones where it's like an explanation of something and then at the very end it's just to say Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. I find myself reading the whole thing like, oh my God, what is this? And then the last line, I'm like, oh. Ah. Oh, this is how a nine-volt battery works. Oh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Shout out to the Hong Kong protesters, though. Right? They're going strong. Long and strong. Hamilton, yeah. And pretty much all around the... I mean... Things are pretty fucked up in a lot of places. Totally. They have been for a long time. So many revolts happening. Right. 
fucking I really like that you just used the term Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Well, I did. Thank you. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They're going ham. Hamilton. Um, the great Hambino. Right. Anyway, yeah, that's my number four. It's, yeah. It uh, didn't look good. Didn't appreciate the way that LeBron did that. But, you know, uh, everyone's a war. Uh, I also don't believe in like, oh, you made one mistake. Time to like. Cancel culture. Extradite you for the rest of your life. Right. Nah, kick him out. Yeah. Right. Like there needs kick to be, him off the tour. Yeah, there needs to be forgiveness. Right. To a point. Like Harvey Weinstein couldn't pull up. Be like, hey, I fucked up, you guys. Come oh, on. Love God. Me. But like. But LeBron could. Uh, let me go a little more controversial. Should Roseanne be offered another chance? Mm. Here's here. Let, let me delve a little deeper. For I mean, everyone, we're talking about Roseanne and the dumbass tweet she made. Right. When she was on, and she, very she, racially when, charged when she was on Ambien. Yeah, that's what she claims. Yeah, she and she said uh, she said something like something about someone's monkey face or something. Very, very over the line, very racist towards. Right. Was it a black woman? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just and yeah. her show, she got so her show got canceled immediately, and then they changed the show and just kept her off. Yeah, they killed her off from a drug overdose. I watched the first episode. That was how it went. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh so um, one of one of Nate's uh, over 60 hit list Mary Steenburgen was the guest uh cuz that was the woman that she got pills from and Dan was like ready to beat her ass. He got some no- nerve coming around because like Dan wrote on the side of his truck so and so killed my wife. And, Whoa. Like Mary Steenburgen like pull up like can you take that off your truck please? And like John was ready to like fucking kill her. This is an intense episode. No shit. Yeah, it was like the first episode of the Connors. Fucking Connors. Here's the thing. So Roseanne's been in show business a lot, and what she said on Rogan's podcast is very true. Uh, Because we were all waffling on the point of like, is she a closet sack of shit, or was the ambient thing for real? Right. And when she's talking and she's like, I, Roseanne, I know you enough to know that you, there's not a lot of people in show business that know show business better than you do. You know exactly how to kill your career. So you know what the words are. You would have never chose to have done this to yourself. I truly believe this was a mistake. You didn't mean to do this. And she's like, I know. Like, I mean, if you wanted to kill your career, this is how you do it. And I would have never done this, like, knowingly. So it's I believe that's a mistake. I believe the I believe the people that are saying they believe Roseanne. That makes sense. You believe Joe Rogan doesn't believe uh, Yeah, she, I don't she would do that. I don't think Joe Rogan is the type of dude that would if he had any inkling that she was lying and she just said it said the Zambian thing to make it up, that he would support that. Right, or at least not call it out. Right, or address it. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. He wouldn't be so adamant as because I believe Joe Rogan is Team Roseanne. Like, I believe you need a second chance. Right. Like, I don't think you did this maliciously. Right. Whatever. I don't think he would jump on that team if he had any inkling of she's probably lying. Right. 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 I I think that um you know you definitely don't shouldn't be rewarded for shit like that 
And if you are a racist bag of shit and you just let something slip and it ruin your career, probably not a lot of people are going to want to work with you just on moral ground. Um, monetarily, I get why she got ousted. Nobody wants to work with you, so you're not worth yeah. anything to us, so we're dropping you. I, be I believe most people on Earth deserve a second chance, but at the same time, I understand why she's being ostracized. Right. Like, I don't... Like, right, right, right. Do I feel bad in that? Really? Right. And that, that, that pretty much explains what I feel. Like, I get what happened. I get why she got ousted. Not necessarily think that you should be marooned on a desert island somewhere, but... Die of a drug overdose. But your chances of people wanting to work with you are probably going to be slim. And you have to take that accountability that you did say that. It's not like somebody forced you to say it. Yeah, and what we were talking about earlier with uh, all these streaming services, it's not like this is 1985. Right, get on get on you your YouTube channel. ABC, NBC, and CBS, and that's it. You know, right. You'll be able to find work again. Right. Well, and then thinking about the LeBron thing, do you think that it was easy for it to blow over with him because he d he is so active and positive change and does, you know, his un uninterrupted more than an athlete, you know, like all this stuff that helps his community in the promise school and all that stuff that help is easier for people to digest that shit thing that he did. Not, not only that, I think his is a lot more harder to digest. If that makes sense to you, it's, it's a, it was a lot more disguised. His is a lot harder to relate to, I believe. Right, no, it's right, not right. Happening to it's more complex. The US. Right, right. Not We're yeah. supporting it's, them. It's his business. You, you have to break and down then, like three different levels. Right, of right, like, right. First off, he wants who reprimanded? Daryl Morey. Who's Daryl Morey? Right. What's his relationship? Right. Boom, boom, boom. It's nothing that we can where, relate to. Where, where it's as simple as Roseanne called a black woman a monkey. Oh, fuck. Right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. True that. Yeah. True that. So that's. I mean, he doesn't, you know, Le LeBron, that's still a shitty thing to do. Yeah. So um, I like that Adam Silver has stood by Daryl Morey 100%. Adam Silver's the commissioner in the NBA. And um, when China was like, well, you need to fire Daryl Morey or we're going to stop. Um, airing games. Airing games. And that was a big like, okay, you're going to lose a lot of money if you don't right. do this. And his quote was, not only are we not going to fire or reprimand Daryl Moore, we stand by him 100%. Good. Which means we stand by, uh, uh, you know, human rights. Right. Which is, that's, right. that was the right stance to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Crazy yeah. times. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that was one number four. There you go. Crazy. Yeah. Can we two-minute bathroom break? Okay. Jumping into... My three. number three. Yes, sir. I don't feel like I had a bad year, but looking back on my list, I might have <laughs> had a bad year. <laughs> this made me realize how boring of a year I had. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even saying that. I'm just, there's some bad things that happened this year. Number three, I'm unemployed still. <laughs> <laughs> I've never not had a job when I haven't wanted a job. Does that make sense? Like, whenever I've wanted to have a job, I've had one. Yeah. I've never not had a job. When you want Like, I've had them, you know, when I'm younger and I don't necessarily want to work at, uh, during the summer or something. Right. So, it's weird. It's been since July? 
The end of July. End of July. Damn, it's been that long already. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Remember how happy you were, though, when that happened? Yeah. I mean, I still am. I don't. I don't. It's not like I'm broke up every day, but it's just getting stressful. Right. And like anxiety. Right. right. And it's, it feels bad to say you don't have a job. Yeah. I don't know if I'm judging myself more than other people are. I, I probably am. But when you tell people you're unemployed, I just feel like you, you look like a shithead. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, if you describe it to them, they know what happened. Exactly. Bad, like, I feel like that's just like a social conditioning that we've been through. Still, it just it doesn't feel good. Right. Like, I, right. I, I've, I've gone through twice in my life when in my late teens and early 20s that um, I didn't have a job. And it was for uh, one was like for a good handful of months. And the other one was like two months, I think. And I didn't like I remember not liking that at all. And I don't know, like I didn't file for unemployment. I, you know, like that to me, that anxiety of not having any money at all coming in. I was just like, I need to get a job like now. And like, this is this. I don't look at this as free time. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Like if I don't have a job, I can't do anything. I've never not had income when I've had bills that if I don't pay them that month, I'm screwed. Right. Right. That's a weird one. Yeah. It's also, I haven't dated in a long time, and I haven't really had the desire to. I'm starting to get it, mm-hmm. but I there's no way I'm going to date somebody unemployed. Right. There's no way. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to go out? We can like, we'll come over. I'll make you some eggs. <laughs> I'll make you some eggs. <laughs> I can play with my cat. Right. But not too long. <laughs> yeah. I got a roommate. <laughs> or you could pay. Up to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would be that would be rough. Um but yeah, that was a big path change for you. And Yeah. Hopefully you're on the final stretch of that. I got some I got some prospects. You yeah. but it's I f- you want to specialize in what you are good at. You want to get a job designing. I mean, you could. Yeah. I am sure you could get a job at the mall. You just don't want to. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mean that. Like, there's jobs out there. I'm just saying. Like, you're saying. Like. Yeah. I'm. I'm in the period of my life where I'm no longer looking for lo- jobs. I'm looking for my career. Gotcha. Better. Right. So. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could go work at Starbucks. But. But you don't. Not I'm gonna. Not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Amorphous. Now talk to me in two more months. Right. I still don't have a job. Starbucks. I wasn't talking talk to shit. Talk to me I'm in just two saying. months. Amorpha. Now what? Now she want a latte. That's this bitch, Cray. Right. Um. Yeah. I do freelance. So if anybody wants some uh, designy things done. Yeah. Have you been doing any of that? Not in cheap the, though. In the last. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've been doing a lot of. I'm going to table it a little bit because my number one has to do with all this. Okay. But yeah, I actually just did some like legit freelance work for my old job. Oh. Like two weeks ago. They needed some help getting like uh, some last minute edits and stuff. Well, that was nice of you. It was nice. Well, I mean, they paid me. So yeah. 
So that was nice of them. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was nice of them. Yeah. Cool. Do you like do you like doing freelance work or do you like a more structured situation? A little of both. I'm very bad at I don't know how to say this other than pricing myself. I don't like it. Right. It's weird. I didn't Putting a value like on yourself. Right. Yes, exactly. Because in my head, I think I'm worth a lot. Yeah. But it's hard for me to ask for a lot for to something that. that like I don't think when I think about it, I'm like this person when they're thinking about what I did for them, they're going to be like, what? He drew a couple things. I'm not paying him that. Yeah. So, but I will say doing freelance and like doing my own work while I've been unemployed, if I could make enough a month to where I could have a similar standard of living and be able to pay insurance and all that and good, I 10 times out of 10 would do freelance. Yeah. I run my own show. I'm, I'm very good in collaborative situations, but I am also a very independent person. Like I'm totally fine doing stuff on my own, learning on my own, doing all that. Is that common for, I mean, I'm obviously now designers work with a lot of companies, but is the freelance, like having that as your only source of income, do a lot of designers get into that world? Only? I think so. Yeah. I think a lot of people get into a lot of contract work. And gotcha. I mean, I don't have many of examples. Right. But I, mean, I do know, I think the better you, with anything, the better you are, the easier it is. Yeah. Networking is probably huge. Like my buddy Todd. Yeah. He runs his whole thing and he makes bank. Yeah. Just because he's great at it and yeah. he does it right. Right. But I know other people that do the, I mean, I don't know how much they're making, obviously, uh, but they don't look like they're struggling. Right. They're living so, comfortably. Yeah. Very cool. I think the easiest way to, to live off being freelance is having business clients not like hey my friend needs a logo for his law office right but like an agency saying hey we got a contract we need you for this or like a major corporation saying we want a website update we want this right right, because they'll pay right they'll pay and not say i'm not even touching anywhere close to this yeah whereas if you get personal people with a lot of creative services they don't really get that and so it's harder to say hey this logo is three thousand dollars yeah when they're gonna go i was gonna pay you 150 bucks yeah interesting the design world yeah fascinating stuff the hardest parts for me thinking about doing something like that is how would you afford insurance and all the other stuff right with that's the scary right that's the scary stuff of you know, being an entrepreneur and running your own show is how yeah. you pay for all that stuff that normally your employer pays. And if you have a slow month. Right. 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 Well, but the freedom wise, oh, dream would be I'd sell almost everything, buy a van and work at a, a van driving around. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, sounds great. Very nice. Could you imagine waking up in like Yellowstone? Just pop open your door. You got everything in the background. <laughs> you just start working. That would be crazy. 
You should be an influencer. I'd be awful at it. <laughs> uh, I like this place, but I hate all of you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love this place, but don't come here because I don't want to see you here. <laughs> right. This is my place. Right. I'm not telling you where I am. That would be funny. Yeah, lost my job. Yeah. Career change. Yeah. You gained unemployment. You didn't lose your job. <laughs> I, I gained so much free time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three. My cat's going to hate me when I get a job. Oh, yeah. He's going to have major abandonment issues. Um, What's my number three, guys? My number three Rena, is... what's your three? Oh, my number three is a musical artist that I recently just entered their universe. I think I know where you're going. And I'm very excited about it. And it's Harry Styles. I feel like I've been talking about him a lot lately. But I was not... So Harry Styles came from that boy band group One Direction. And would it, would it change it for you if his name was Jerry Styles? What if it was Harold? Well, it probably is Harold. <laughs> um, Gerald Styles. Gerald Styles. That would be awesome. <laughs> what if it was Harry and Jerry Styles. Harry and Jerry. What if his stage name was Geraldo Styles? The Styles makes it all good. I mean, yeah. he'd be Boner Styles, and I'd still like it. Sounds like a porn actor. Right. What if his stage name was Harold Yastrzemski? <laughs> I don't know. If I Harry Yastrzemski. Oh New single coming all the way to number three, Harry Yastrzemski. <laughs> oh, my God. With Watermelon Sugar. Yeah, um, it is the stage name. Palm tree girls <laughs> and palm tree guys. Don't give it to Harry. <laughs> what do you think about it? So Harry Styles came from One Direction, Direction. which was a group put together by um, Simon Cowell. I think so. Um, they were like from the X Factor or something like that, and they were a major boy band, I guess. I never followed them. I didn't know any of their songs. I don't know anything about them. That's literally probably all the information I have. They're from the UK. Okay. I think they were big here. I think they might have been bigger in the UK. Yeah. Um, but they, they're, their band broke up, I don't know how long ago. Um, and somewhere early in this year of 2019, I started paying attention to Harry Styles because he was chosen to give Stevie Nicks her rock and roll hall of fame award. He was the one presenting her with the award. And I was thinking, how the hell did this little fucking turd it's fucking brad right what the hell what the hell how did he get this job of giving her that what's the connection there yeah because usually it's very personal for whoever gets to present the award and he wore this amazing blue crushed velvet suit or just velvet i don't know if it was crushed velvet but amazing blue suit and he just looked like a rock star like he looked like the part and so i just kind of like Caught my eye, paying attention to him. He did a little cross-dressing at the Met Gala. Um, and he... What really sold me 100% was he hosted SNL this season. And he was really funny. 
and his opening monologue was great. He was also the musical act on it. I loved both the songs. I started listening to them immediately. And then he just released his new album the other day, Fine Line. And it's great. I played a couple songs for you guys. And from what I could tell, you enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. We talked about this last night. I have a mental block to boy band people. It's hard for me to immediately jump on board. Right. And I get that. But I am, and I think that this this thing with Harry Styles has been kind of a year-long journey of like, who the hell is this kid? What is he doing? Paying Your attention long journey of discovery. Yes. And I'm liking what I've discovered. Very into it. I'm a looking. <laughs> and I'm a I'm liking. A liking. <laughs> yes. Very into um, the, the music that he's making and his whole style. Whole everything. His whole. His whole. Harry style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leads. Right. But that's my number three. I'm very into Harry Styles right now. I'm excited about it. I haven't really been into like a new male artist in a while. Harry Styles 2020. Harry Styles 2020. What if she she marries a girl and her name is Mary Styles? Harry and Mary. (laughs) You are a delight. delight. (laughs) Who sang that song? Harry. Mary. Mary and Harry Styles had a kid named Sherry and a son named Larry. My number three is all the shows that I watch this year. Good one. Good. Let's I like this one. Yeah, so it's uh it's been a good year for TV. Real good. Real good. So uh the ones that I'm the new ones that I watched was I Think You Should Leave is our fucking favorite sketch show right now. Great. It's great. Uh, Euphoria. Also great. And then the second seasons of Barry and Big Little Lies. Barreled. So Season three of Stranger Things. The I'm Boys. Gonna, I'm going to combo this right now instead of tabling it because this was going to be my number two. Okay. Just the year of TV and film. Break it on. Yeah. We're, I'm, missing Television. Sh- I'm missing a couple shows right now. So one, I think uh, season five of um, Better Call Saul is uh, was put on hiatus. It's not canceled or anything like that. It's going to come soon. But it was just like. Where's mm-hmm. Atlanta? Heard that. Yeah. And that's the other one. So those. Yeah. Atlanta. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Barry and Atlanta are probably my two favorite shows on TV right now. I'm missing Atlanta. So I had... Uh, and, then, and then Aziza's show, Master of None. Love Master of None. I had Barry. Big Little Lies is a big one for me this year. Love weed. Uh, <laughs> uh, the third season of Stranger Things was released this year. We discovered I Think You Should Leave this year. Um, Game of Thrones ended this year yeah that should be on the shit list though right but i i watched all eight seasons in a oh, month yeah. and a half you so ran i through right it. so granted the final season was this year but i watched all of it this year such a sick show so cool um living with yourself was cool oh yeah that was a good one good one yeah um Movie wise, the Avengers Endgame was such a good wrap up. I wasn't up. done. What do you mean? 
I got some shows that you guys missed. Oh, okay. Go. Well, you're moving on to movies. Well, you, we're all having the, the one conversation about all of them, so right. we could have come back. <laughs> Nate, remember this is Sabrina's podcast alone. Whatever. Uh, the best thing HBO's put out since Westworld Watchmen ended last night. That's been fantastic. So good. Rick and Morty's out. The final season of Silicon Valley ended in the most ridiculous way I think I've ever seen a show end, but it was perfect for what it was. We watched the final episode of Watchmen last night, and it was so good. And there was an article put out today that there's a possibility that they're not moving forward with another season, which makes me very sad. I hope they do, though. I hope it uh, turns into something like True Detective. Right. Me too. It's such a good show. Um, HBO, I know we've said this, HBO just does a... Crushing their shit. Such a good job. Such a good job. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really good year for TV. Got any more TV shows? I know we're missing. Mandalorian. Oh yeah, I haven't uh, yeah. gotten into that one yet. Big Mouth Glow. Oh. Oh yeah, Glow was good. Um, there's a show on Epics that I've been trying to get you guys to watch forever now. It's it's the TV version of the movie Get Shorty with uh, Chris O'Dowd. You I made me watch the first episode. First episode was good. Ray Romano's in it. Ray Romano in... Did you guys watch The Irishman yet? I've seen half of it. and he's I put it on, but yeah. I was working, so not really. Yeah, it was good. I like seeing him in that kind of a role. Uh, uh, Ray Romano's... Uh, he's a gentle, like, oh, I'm glad he's here. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, oh, you included him? Yeah, like, Aww. it could be it could be Boys in the Hood, too. I'm like, oh, Ray Romano's here. That's <laughs> nice. It's because everybody loves him. Speaking of Boys in the Hood, we just discovered this show on Netflix last night called Astronomy Club. Astronomy Club, Club, and it is an all-black cast doing sketch comedy, and it's it's not the funniest thing I've ever seen, but it's got some really funny parts. There are some dumb skits, and there are some funny skits. But they did, they had a sketch that was Ice Cube Day, and they were all dressed up as different versions of Ice Cube. One was Boys in the Hood Ice Cube. The Robin Hood sketch is really The Robin great. Hood sketch is great. Um, yeah. Movies. Alright, sorry. I just wanted oh, to make sure yeah. my TV shows got in there. Um, there was just a couple that I put down, but Avengers Endgame was a huge wrap-up to 10 years of of shit, which was so good. Beating people up and being heroes. But it's not a wrap-up. I mean, there's still right. a whole other phase of MCU. Right, right, right. But with what they've dished out, you know, like yeah. they, they kind of tied that all up. These um, hero stories, yeah. stories. Yeah. Did you guys see the article the other day? They're already rebooting Iron Man. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> they never will. Yeah. See the face I just gave you? Um why? Why would they do that? Yeah. Right. I would hate that. Um you all know me. Iron Man's a thing. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I really loved that one. Joker, obviously. Yeah, joke. So good. Um The Irishman, I watched it. It's very long. Uh we saw Ford versus Ferrari. I heard that was very good. It was. Yeah. Lion King. It was a good it was a good match. I haven't seen that one yet. John Wick three. Lots of good movies came out this year. One that surprised me. 
what? big time was Rocket Man. Oh, the I haven't seen Elton that yet. John story. Fantastic. I finally got Nate to watch a movie I've been wishing him to watch for years. The Edge. Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, great movie. <laughs> and he loved it. He did. Um obviously all of the things that we get to enjoy on Disney Plus now. Aladdin. Uh, Big I, was, time. I was with a girl one Disney the day that Disney Plus dropped and we were in San Francisco together at a job interview. I did not get it, by the way. Um and I would I would never have watched this movie by myself, but she was like when Disney Plus drop it had a couple like uh you know exclusive things on it and they had a live action version of Lady and the Tramp. And I watched it and it was really good. Nice. Uh Tessa Thompson's the voice of Lady. Aw. Yeah. Love me some TT. Uh, who doesn't? Right? Uh, Nate doesn't. I don't know why. I know. Nope. I don't know what his beef is with Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she's a sweet simple to never want to hurt a fly. Right. These guys are trying to break me down, but I won't let them. Ad Astra <laughs> was another good one. I haven't seen that one yet either. either. I missed a lot. It's pretty good. It's slow, but it's uh, it's different than I thought it was going to be, but it's good. Uh, and then Derek just recently <coughs> watched it. It's on HBO right now, so you can watch it as well. Great romantic comedy, Long Shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw Long that. Shot oh, is good. great. It's so good. Can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, it's... It's less. It's more. It's less comedy, more romantic comedy. You're just like, it's entertaining. You yeah. go, Seth yes. Rogen. You get her. You, you go. It's, it's a very good feeling yeah. movie. Um, you thank you. Also, Jordan Peele's second film came out this year. Oh yeah, we saw that together. We saw that together. On a layover. Yeah. That was this year. Yeah. Right? You're lying. Um. That was the epitome of being thin. That I got to put a little weight back on. I got, I got you can't tell, or at least I can't. You look good. Ah. <laughs> you look fit. Um, I really, I, I enjoyed that movie. I want Jordan Peele to do more. Um, uh, Get Out was still better. Right, Get Out was definitely better, but I, I enjoyed and it's not what a he knock did. Knock on us. That's just no. Get, Get Out. out. Is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it's great. And I still hate that girl. No, well, her too, but the freaking, yeah, the girlfriend. Babe, you know I can't give you these keys. I cut her. I'll cut her up. I hate the way she's holding them. Babe, you know I can't give you these keys. Yeah. I hate the way she fucking eats her fruit loops. Drinking the milk out of the straw. The worst. All all of the uh, uh, very, like, she's, you know, she's drinking the white milk through a straw separating the colored fruit loops oh yeah you know it's all precise yeah yeah very like, detailed everything in yeah, her life he has, is segregated he has, he, has to, he has to pick the cotton out of the chair to put in his ears <laughs> you know <sighs> that movie um but even though we only have a couple weeks left of 2019 we still have one that we're looking forward to Uncut Gems uh, with Adam Sandler. I was um, with my friends, a different set of friends that I have, and they're like, "Oh, you they, have other friends?" Yeah, the degenerate gambler friends. Okay, and yeah, so those are your other friends. <laughs> we, we're we're in the, the after hours condo, and they have you know it's just surrounded by TVs, and like we we're talking about movies. And I was like, "Oh, everyone, shut up, watch this," and everyone was blown away because hey, they're all like gamblers and be like, "What is this, Adam yeah. Sandler?" Yeah. It looks great. Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, 
Lakeith Stanfield. The Weeknd. And The Weeknd. Yeah. It looks good. I haven't been excited for a movie since The Joker. <laughs> so for two months. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, I feel like at the height of like my fandom when I was in like film school and all of us were like, you know, we're like, oh, tomorrow is this, 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 this and this. And tomorrow is that. Like maybe just because it's been dark out. Maybe. <laughs> the seasonal depression kicked in. Anyway. Uncut gems coming out on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So got to be because he's Jewish, right? You think? I don't know. I was just, or maybe it's that I, good of a movie. I thought it. I thought it was fun to think because he was Jewish, yeah. and so he's like, all my Jewish people that are with me, they're not going to be selling Christmas. Not going to be celebrating Christmas yeah. today. Coming to see my movie. Yeah, maybe uh, we've seen a couple movies on Christmas as a fan. Yeah, we saw. Did we see? The Good Shepherd on Christmas. I don't remember. I think we did. Don't remember. It I feel wasn't like that good. I feel like movies are a popular thing for Christmas yeah. time. Did The Revenant come out on Christmas? Uh, I don't know. Django came out on Christmas, didn't it? <laughs> I don't remember. Django! <laughs> All these movies. <laughs> I really have no idea. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a good year for uh, TV been a good year for movies. It's been a really right. good year for TV. Talking so to your microphone. It's been a really good year for TV. So it's um hoping. I just yawned in the microphone. So sorry. I just realized I was doing it. No, I was talking and she <laughs> felt like she needed to interrupt me. That's why she did it. Sorry. So. If you, yeah. If I made any weird noise, that was me yawning. I'm sorry. It's a cat. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. so number twos, right? Nathan. Number deuces. Ah. <laughs> My number deuce is that all of our good friends got married this year. Yeah. And it was not only a fun wedding, but it was a fun bachelor party. And uh, popping mm. my uh, best man cherry. Aha. Aha. You are no longer a best man version. No. Got another one coming up next year. God, yes. that uh, that bachelor party was something else. <laughs> it was so fun. Everything... Uh, most things worked out really well. 99% of it was fun. Yeah. Dude, 98.5. And we are talking about our friends Brett and Sam. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't have many friends that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Um, I was mostly saying that just for the listeners. Um, I obviously did not go to the bachelor party, heard all about it. Sounded like fun. 98.9% of it. Um, the wedding was a blast, though. Oh, the wedding, the was, wedding was beautiful. Fun. Yeah. I've had so many people like, where was that venue? Uh, like Mount Hood, Organic Farms. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Everybody looked good. Present company included. You guys look great in your Thank suits. You. It was good to see the, all of like the set of friends that I have met in Boston that I haven't yeah. seen since then. You know, right. seeing Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Him. <laughs> all those girls from Boston that like, you know, like, you know, you're trying to take on dates from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> God. Sneaking away, trying to take on dates oh, in the middle of leaving the, for the day. twelve hours. It wasn't a yeah. try. <laughs> Sounds like it was a try. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was a do. Mm. Mm. I'll ask her about that. Yeah, hey, you do that. Tell her I said hi. <laughs> I will. She asked about you guys. Um, um, but the wedding took place what thirty miles south of Hood River. The food was unreal. Blame. Food was great. 
that pasta. I think about that pasta. <laughs> like just randomly. They put it, the the place they put us in like we got we got to the venue and then it was like 2 hours till and they put us in like a dollhouse. Like a tiny yeah, it was like a it was like a cottage. cottage. It was a very one bedroom cottage like it was like straight out of some horror movie shit. It was straight out of it was like your honeymoon suite from the 60s. Huh. Yeah, and it was just like seven dudes in there like kind of just like on edge a little bit. Were you guys dying? It was hot as fuck yeah, that it was, day. It was warm balls. It was a hot day. Yeah. I was worried about It wasn't about as hot as I thought it was going to be. Sweating though. through my dress. They had parasols and cold drinks at the ceremony. Everyone nice. got a lot of good pictures and it was a good like cuz the mountain was so big and so gorgeous and it was just like, oh, here's a huge field of flowers. Right. Very scenic. Very scenic. Perfect photo op time. A lot of new profile pics happening that day. That was one of the prettiest weddings we've been to. Yeah. It's nice. I felt very honored to be a part of it. Nate, you did a great job being best man. Yeah. Speech and all that. Thanks. Right right after your um, speech, I gave you a hug over the table, and the photographer caught that, and it's one of my favorite pictures of us. Yeah, it's a good one. I know exactly what you're talking about. I also know about that picture. Yeah, maybe. It's on my IG when Nate had his birthday. So if you guys, you know, those you listen at home, it's like take a stroll back through. Yeah, you know, it's memory lane. It's nice. It's on Derek's Instagram from uh, when the Joker was released. October (laughs) fourth. It was also my birthday. (laughs) Very good, Nate. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was my number two. Hey, Jan, happy birthday. Oh, I thought we always had the same birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, Hey, Michael. thanks. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, bachelor party was great. Bachelor party um, was super fun. Um, again, another situation like our live podcast where I had a decent amount of anxiety leading up to it. Like, I hope everything goes the way I think it's going to go. Yeah. But I don't think it will. Yeah. They pretty much did. Yeah. Nice. We played a lot of spike ball. A lot of spike ball. Got on the river a bit. Spike ball. It, fu- it was fun to uh, to meet up with Lulu's bachelorette party. Yeah. I think that was uh, uh, that was a nice thing to do. Um, it's a home girl on her soccer team. And she was, uh, yeah, I felt like we were in the middle of nowhere. I haven't been to Bend a lot. So it was cool to like go there with my guy friends and also like, oh, here's a couple of my girlfriends. And we like for a couple hours combined parties at one of the breweries we went to. That was nice. Everybody was bacheloring. Everybody was. Everybody was looking good. You know, it was good to see everyone. So that's fun. You know, uh, friends from like Andrew flew from San Diego, from L.A. Julian flew from Chicago. Uh, You know, a lot of people. Andrew wasn't bachelor party. Just the wedding. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn it. <laughs> hey, we're talking about both accounts. Right, uh, right. Was Chris in Boston at the time? No, he's probably no, he right. But yeah. I mean, it was there was like three different waves of people getting to the bachelor party. Yeah, like ninety percent got there at the time, and then like Chris took a bus, and then Zach three Ru- trickled in. Zach Larue yeah. drove like at a different time with Cody. No, Cody that bus was, deal was funny. That bus was good, and then we got we got him. Um, we got him a cake from Costco, and I, for the weirdest reason, I made a really good connection with the bakery guy. Of course you did. Where he, I was like, 
I got a guy. Yeah. Well, he was, I was like, do you got any of the icing to like, cause I couldn't order it, but he was like, I got you a cake. I'll get you some icing. Do you do it like that? Yeah. And he was <laughs> like, he's like, I don't have time to do this, but here, I'll t- tell you what I'm going to do. And he goes around the back and he like scoops a bunch of the icing. He's like, you just cut this off and you write it and I hope everything goes good. I hope he has the best bachelor. And he gave me a hug. I'm like, thanks man. Wow. Appreciate that. He, he gave us a shit a ton, ton of icing. Of icing. Like, you know, you know what the, what's the bi- piping bag? Yeah, a big one uh-huh. that's probably for like piping dough. Oh, for stuff. Yeah, and it was filled three quarters of the way with icing. Damn, it was huge. What'd we you write on it? it? I can't remember. There were penises. I think drew some pictures. I wrote it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I just saw the picture because I went through my Instagram the other day. It said. Um, Congrats, Brett, and we spelled Brett's name wrong on purpose. Oh yeah, and, two T's. And then nice. he wrote, I think, put a just giant dick on the cake, uh. and then the cake was good. And then we had a huge like party tray of cookies from Costco, and then we would just put the icing on top, and then oh. it was just like, oh yeah, Yum. that was good. Like cookie we, cookie sandos. Yeah, that's one thing we did really good. We ate like kings. We had we had a plan for here's what we're gonna eat for breakfast. Here's what we're gonna eat for dinner. Dinner the first night was steak, asparagus, dinner rolls, uh, fucking salad, uh, potatoes. Uh, everyone was on their own shit, and then it was like the next day. Me and Zach and Cody were on the barbecue for like barbecue chicken, and that was fresh off the grill. And uh, then we had paddleboarding. We had our own private river access. Nice. So when that was going on, it was paddleboarding, and then like uh, uh, spike ball in the front, and and then we were playing this baseball drinking game. Down oh, those were some of the best games of baseball I have ever. Yeah. Some of the best drinking game, like. Not only is everybody getting drunk, having fun, but, but it's, it's like, like su- a competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like and super it's tight. intense, and we're talking. We're all like nervous and talking, like T- okay, talking shit to yeah. each other. That was fun. It's called. It was a variation of baseball. It was called baseball, and like we would like run up to the other team and do like the. It's the worst call I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, do that, just do being talking shit to the um. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Sweeping the just dirt off the ground. It's the yeah. fucking worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe you did He's safe. I can't believe you called that. He's safe. <laughs> Throwing hats at each other. That's awesome. And it and a Jake Mullins' face. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. It was fantastic. Oh, that's And it was amazing. close. That was the thing that made it good. Like it was competitive. If anybody's ever played baseball, it's basically beer pong, but instead of the triangle, you have three cups in the middle that's your first, second, third, and then one off in the corner that's by itself that's your home run. And you you play baseball. Uh, if it bounces off the cup and you catch it, it's an out. If you miss the cup completely, it's an out. So if it bounces off the cup and hits the ground. It's a strike. It, it's a strike, yeah. No balls, no nothing. Usually you play five seven innings because people stop getting into it mm-hmm. but a seven game series nine innings. since seven game uh, series like full world series nine innings. Yeah. like you know it was like game five tied or like game five we were down by like eight runs and we we rallied back just to lose by one with bases loaded or some shit wow it was fantastic we didn't talk sounds to like each a other blast half hour. <laughs> i was gonna jump in though the food planning was a big anxiety one for me really because i wasn't sure how much people were wanting to spend yeah i mean it was i think like 250 i think i worked out for the house and everything and i was like 
we're going to be kind of far away from everything. We're not going to want to Uber into town, go to a restaurant every time we're hungry. So I was like, I wonder if I can just plan out all this shit. Yeah. And we went to the store beforehand, got everything. And I was like, man, I hope I did this right. Yeah. Like, I hope I did all the math right and got all the things right. And yeah. And it was perfect. That's awesome. It didn't go exactly Fuck. to my plan, but it went how it should have. Yeah. Right. The, the energy was good enough where, like, you know, made the best of it. Awesome. If someone didn't want something, they found something that we had. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Cool. That's a good number, and too. Then, That's a good... And th- then the hike we went on... Uh, yeah. A little trippy. A little tri- You know, it was crazy. Yeah. I wish I could, like, have that in my brain as a file I could rewatch. <laughs> and just kind of go revisit that again. It was uh, it was very cool. Morty's Mind Blowers. Yeah. That was cool. That was that was, a, that was one of my favorite memories of this year was that bachelor party. Just was a week because I don't, you know, we're we're all busy with our own shit, and you know, some of us don't live in the same state. Even so, all of us to get together for a whole like weekend. It's so fun, right? Super That's why fun. I love mopping. It's right. everybody getting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for getting married, Brett and Sam. Yeah. yeah. Hope you guys are doing well out there in yeah. Colorado. We miss you with the mm-hmm. with the Berman parents right now. Yeah, yeah. Bob and Laura. Shout we saw out a picture. Bob and Laura. <laughs> Jake Mullins. They're up in uh Jake Mullins, you're next. We're gonna have the best bachelor party. Rocky Mountain National Park right now. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. That is nice. Um Rena, what's your two? I already did she my did two. The two. So you're okay. what's your number two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Number two. What's your deuce? Um something I did with Nate and Anthony. And Nick Ryan, and it's something that oh, me and I, Anthony I know and Nick this. Ryan do every year. We went sneaker to ball. the Nike Sneaker Ball, and it's hard for me. Like, I I don't get Nate out on a lot of like things that me, Anthony, and Nick do. Um, you guys sh- thrive in a different environment than I do. That's perfectly said. So it's it's always a special treat when I can get Nate into on something. Right, and this was a perfect like. It was a f- so this was the first we've done this years past and it's just been like uh, wear something nice but you have to wear sneakers. Mm-hmm. This was the first year that on the invitation like it's a formal event you have to like dress all in black and a suit and shit so wear something nice. Yeah, me and Nate pulled up in suits. Uh, I bought a three hundred seventy dollar pair of Jordans for this event. It was the Spider Man ones. They are so sick. Um, they are very cool. And every year they changed the venue. And this year it was at Portland State's like brand new like facility where they played basketball games. The whole venue was so sick in the way they like, like because you were on the outside, like uh, is it a foyer. Am I using that word right? Where it's okay. You've been, uh, for anyone who's been to a basketball game, you come in and then like the you can go down into the stadium. Like the that, bowl into the bowl. Yes, into the bowl. That's pretty much what Portland Portland State's um, you know facility was like. But you, when we got in there, you weren't allowed to go into the bowl yet. And like until they brought in like a marching band, and there wasn't an announcement or anything like that. It wasn't like okay, everyone, like direct your attention over here. We were just like there was a jazz band, like doing some light jazz over here in order. Oh, that jazz band was sick. Super sick. Super sick. They started doing covers nice. of like. 
R&B songs, yeah. fucking rocks. It was dope. And it was, I didn't know where the energy was going to go because it was like, I was trying to explain to Nate, like, oh, last year they did this and then they had a VIP section and Nas was sitting in there and it's still pretty cool. And it's like, I think there's going to be a DJ here. And it was all dark in there except for a couple lights. And it was just like, and they had, it was like set up like a museum because they had like, oh, this shoe's from 1980. This is the first thing. And it like kind of things you could like walk around and see from mm-hmm. Nike. But it was still, it was a very like, low energy it was like being in a museum almost yeah and it was like yeah here's some more d'oeuvres everyone has a couple drink coupons like a meet and greet yeah, yeah that was a, like it, a social yeah and Ugh. then like you just, just pop off you you kind of heard like oh there's like a big drum like ch- like drum beat like going on like what's going on and like a, like a slow conga line of uh uh like school, high school band like went and made its way to the dance floor like a drum line and horns mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, and then like they, all the lights burst on, and it was like that's when they let like the floor open and everyone comes on the floor and like these pres these shoe boxes on balloons were like slowly dropping, and each corner had something like, there's where you can go make a 360 degree gif of yourself, and there this is like different like, just kind of. Activities. Go ahead. Nate, go ahead. Activations is what they're called in the, uh, in the uh, industry. Yeah, it was just kind of cool. like dope shits like that. A lot um, of social sharing, a lot of, yeah, like photo booths. Right. And every, I knew they were going to bring out like a special guest. And every year, like they brought out someone different. I was kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. And just like out of nowhere, Wale comes on stage. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't it was like, oh, you can kind of see him. It was like, you know. Right there. Right next fuck, him, yeah. like, yeah, we were like three feet away from him so it was cool and he kind of did like his three popular songs and and then they brought in like three different djs and they all like that's right when cardi b's money was out so all three of them it was like a competition almost and they all three played money nice and uh like that's everyone was starting to get a little drunk and everyone looks super good like i was, was just gonna i was waiting for you to stop your thought because i wanted to come and say there were so many good looking people there oh, that's awesome man man and like some of them weren't even naturally good looking they just put themselves together so well right that you're like god sti- damn. everybody was styled like, good you look amazing in a dress and then you got a dope pair of jordans on yeah there you go like there were some dope outfits that's awesome i felt good about my outfit you, you guys you, look great you look good in your outfit so that was something i look forward to every year and it's uh did you have fun nate yeah did being out of your element a little bit yeah it would be tough to me if like the three people I went with or whoever I went with, if they like found their own people to talk to and left me. Right. Then it'd be kind of like, all right, I'm not going to go up. I'm not a talker to random people. Right. Like I'm not just going to go up to a crowd and start a conversation. Right. It was weird. The people that we saw there, like, uh, uh, we didn't go with them, but like Dominic and Giovanna showed up. Really? Yeah. And then like Emily Hill was there randomly. Oh yeah. Well, because Emily Hill's husband works for Nike. Yeah, so we we but, won, yeah, we went about ten deep. Like Ill Will from Phoenix, uh, like came up, um, and then Nick's like, "Yeah, Yvonne uh, Bernard's gonna come with us." Who's that? He's a guy that like was a running back for Oregon State that played in the NFL for a couple of years. It was just it was rock we, on, yeah, weird <laughs> shit yeah. like that. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." That he you guys ended cool. up with the deep squad. Yeah, so rolling ten deep. So nice. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for uh, next year's, um, which happened in February. So of this year, so the Nike sneaker ball that was a cool thing. Got Very dressed cool. up in three piece black Very suit with cool. some, some black, red, and white Jordans. It felt it felt cool to dress up nice. I like I like occasions where 
you're supposed to dress up. Me yeah. too. Yeah, it was exciting to get like ready for because we were like taking pictures of our suits like two days before. We're like, oh, this is mine. It looks dope. This is what I just picked up. And then we were crunched for time. The, th- the event started at 9. We got out of our soccer game at like 8.30. Oh, I forgot about that whole Jeez. part. So instead of like, we, we made the smart move to bring all of our shit to the soccer game, player game, go to the hotel that we got uh, because a lot of people from out of town showered there, got dressed, and then met everyone at Henry's, and then we took Ubers. Cabs here from, from Henry's to uh, Portland State's campus. Jeez. Another another situation that I thought would go worse than it did, and it smooth. Nice. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, Things f- work out in the end. Yeah. You know, it was all good energy. It was a good group of dudes. Like so. it. Very cool. You know. Number yeah. ones. Number one. Cap off this really great year. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. I feel like I've kind of got my creative spark back. Yay! That's awesome. For a long time, I've kind of just been burnt out. Yeah. I think anonymous shit hit me way harder harder. Yeah. than I initially realized. But I was just kind of... I didn't want to do it. Yeah. It felt more like a job. Like it was something I had to do. Right. I just had no ideas cooking, you know. I'm used to having weird painting ideas or something. Yeah. Just didn't have anything recently. Maybe it's because I'm unemployed. Maybe. But I'm just having more of a spark to just ideas coming to me. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Love Instagram going and stuff. There you go. Heck yeah. I love that. It sucks when you don't feel like you have anything. It sucks when you don't feel normal. Yeah. Right, what your normal is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my normal, was having weird, like constantly. Yeah. Just weird shit. Yeah. Didn't. Now it's coming back. I love that. And you dabble in, I mean, obviously you're a graphic designer, but you dabble in other mediums, painting, drawing, Uh, coloring. Right. Truly anything. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd love to get into ceramics. That looks really fun. Right. And I think it'd be like a meditation for me. Right. Jewelry making. That'd be super sick. Yeah. Glass blowing. Ooh. That one seems tough, though. I, right. I, I might get frustrated with that one. I feel the concept like, of it. Right, right, right. I feel like um, uh, ceramics would be fun, but I feel like that would be difficult to get the hang of at first oh really yeah i feel like oh, I you, feel the opposite oh see i feel like it, it, it's one of the it looks like one of those things that looks like it would be so easy but you would be, like easily mess it up i don't know yeah, i could I be get, wrong i get that i get yeah. that yeah for me though it just seems like uh i like, mean it could just be it just looks too me. easy to be true <laughs> it just feels like molding something like that that to me would be very easy i so i watched it would probably be very just like therapeutic or whatever in a way to to do that i started following this guy on um he was doing uh, it was on facebook he would do these facebook live things where he would he owned his own pottery studio and he would just make mugs or vases like make like, one and then crush it and then make a plate and then crush it no no no. he would oh. make he would be making stuff that he was gonna fire and so he would oh, just do gotcha. multiple things and he would play this kind of like hippy dippy music and the guy was like 
not he was like this weird level of attractive like he wasn't hot but he wasn't ugly hot not hot right and but he made ceramics right like all right but he made ceramics and he'd like spin that wheel and like he'd look directly into the camera yeah i was just like this is weird i I can't look away yeah i watched it for a long time (laughs) probably got asmr things going in there totally um but yeah anything art really for me yeah i would never call myself a photographer but i love taking pictures right uh screen printing that's a fun one yeah, but all of it. Yeah, that's dope. It's more the ideas. It's more the the dr- the drive, if you want to call it that, the like want to make things again. Uh huh. That's the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy for you Fun for that. Times. Yeah, I'm still looking for that right now. Yeah, you'll get it. It's out there. It is. I'm looking, searching. Come back to me, baby. I like that. You can blame it. I try me. to like. Um, in the last few years, I try to keep flexing, if you will, you know, like little things like that. Like I ended up buying those coloring books and like, you know, listening to new music and even dabbling with, you know, getting back into tinkering on the piano and, you know, just keeping your creative juices. I found there. that. I found that if you force yourself to do it, especially if you haven't, like for me, it'd been a while, especially. Uh, so after anonymous stuff stopped for a bit, I was like, I'm not going to do anything because I'm tired of this. And like, I'm taking a break. Yeah. And then that break turned long and I started losing it. And then when you start to force yourself to do it a couple times after that long period of not, mm-hmm. it like kickstarted it, at least for me. Yeah. That's awesome though. It's like, I'm gonna draw tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. Yeah. Like whatever it is, draw something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like about that stuff. Just to even that even get something down on a piece of paper. Write something. Draw something. Color something. Paint something. Even if it sucks. Even if it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Tell them it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Should number on number the cover, on you front. stupid. I like that number one. That's a yeah, me too. Very good number one. Going into happy, 2020. Happy for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 2020. Got the spark back, baby. Tits. LA Sparks. Yeah. Women's basketball. I need some LA lights. Ooh. I'll take some sparklers. Concrete jungle where trees are made of. Palm tree girls, palm tree boys. Don't give it to Johnny. Derek, what's your... You oh, my, why do I keep thinking that it's you? Every time. I don't know. My number one for 2019 one, is I got to see... Brina, what's your number one? A bucket list concert. I got to see Earth, Wind & Fire this year. Oh, so Childish Gambino counsels on us this this year, and you, you shoved the number one is of seeing Earth, you Wind & Fire. <laughs> is this what you want? I feel like you guys are mad at me. That's weird, because I was just talking about Charlie, that concert. 10 minutes ago on my phone. Oh, so you're having other conversations while we're podcasting? Are we talking about other concerts Are while we? we're podcasting? Huh? It's, I, it's called Keeping Up to Date, Sabrina. Yeah. It's called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Little Sports Center, did you know, for those listening back home, uh, me and Nate had Charlotte Campino tickets. He broke his foot the concert before and then didn't reschedule because... Uh, hold on, hold on. He rescheduled every single concert 
except for but that one. the one we he were canceled going to. that one <laughs> because Key Arena in Seattle was going to be under renovation at the time. This was to to. There's a couple. I think everybody has their bucket list concert people that like their band. If they're coming through, you're going. Right. You haven't seen them yet, or you just want to see them again. Right. But doesn't matter the cost. I'm not even going to look at the price and buying tickets. Yeah. Me and Derek had talked about Childish Gambino being one of these. Another one is uh uh Daft Punk. Right. If they were coming, you would go. Yeah. Yeah. And we got these tickets. We were so jacked. Literally the show before. Using Such Dallas a bummer. jumped off the stage, broke his foot. Bummer. Super and bummer. The the most bummer part is he may not be performing as Childish Gambino anymore. Right. right. You might not get the opportunity ever again. Ever. It was the saddest I've ever been to get a credit towards my rent. Yeah. Because Nate was like, what do you want me to do with this? I'm like, ah, I don't know. I just throw it towards rent. Jeez. <laughs> well, on a happier note, I got to see one of uh, longtime loved groups earth wind and fire they've been around since the 70s seven oh yeah um and my whole entire family had seen these people perform but i had not i had never had the opportunity to go and i went with my mom and it was so much fun my parents played so much earth wind and fire growing up that I have such a love for the band. And so hearing all those songs live was a blast. And they, the past. Yeah. (laughs) And they still got it going on. I mean, their voices obviously are changed because they're older, but they're so entertaining. They put on a good show. They're into the theatrics. They all dress up, you know, just super, super cool. Dope. Yeah. Super dope. Yeah. Do you know Earth, Wind, and Fire was originated in 1969? Oh, I did They made it to the 60s. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. That's They're such a cool group. Watching watching old videos from them, like their old concerts. That's they a 51-year-old band. So, so dope. Like, you're, it just looks like a good time. Right. Just good energy. Everybody Super good energy. and everybody that was there was having a good time. It was at the Chateau Saint Michel Winery. What's your favorite Earth Wind and Fire song? Um, that's tough. Yep. That's really tough. Uh, Love's Holiday is so good. Can't hide loves up there, and then can't hide love is so good. Um, there's a song they do called I've Had Enough, mm-hmm. and they do a live version of it. I'll show it to you. It's amazing. Fantasy's great. Um, I like Reasons, even though it's kind of a sad song. Um, and uh, what is it? Be Ever Wonderful? Whatever that song is. I love that song. But yeah, I got... I was super jacked to see that. That's that's a that's a huge highlight for me. I love music, and that's that's. I'm so glad that I got to see that band before they stopped touring. I mean, they've been doing it for so long. I'm glad they didn't break their foot either. Thanks. Sorry about your childish Gambino. Sorry to interrupt your childish Gambino. Right. Life. I also want to see him very badly. So hopefully he goes back on tour. 
I love his music. No. Not dead. Foot. Broke. Badly. Yes. <laughs> you know who I think would be a fun concert? Is, uh... Who's the band you really like? Empire of the Sun. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think they would be fantastic. Yeah. They'd be like a play. Yeah, it would be amazing. I can't wait for that. Luke Steele. Flame. Yes. Um, Flame. That would be uh, awesome. They came to Portland once and uh, was with my girlfriend at the time. We were going to go see them and then she didn't want to do it. And the so you didn't go. The reason why I know she didn't want to do it is because when she doesn't want to do things, she just finds something to throw a fit about. And then she threw a fit about something and then we fought and didn't go. So that was my favorite band and they're from Australia and they came to Portland and then we didn't see them. So. What a bitch. Yeah, it sucked. She yeah, was the to, worst. Come to Portland in March? Who is? Empire of the Sun? Nope. I said, do you know who is? No, They'd be a fun concert too. Who? No, they would. From a, from that part of the area. Or no, no, no. Dion would. South Africa. <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Dion coming in March. Nas is coming in May. Dion Wood. CN- who wants to go? Listeners okay. out there, who wants to go? Chime in if you want to come. Get a rolling yeah. deep. If you don't know who they are, look them up. You're going to fall in love. Rolling deep. Yeah, that's my number one. Gotcha. Okay. My Earth, n- wind, and fire. My number one is I took a vacation by myself. Uh, not completely yeah. by choice, but in March I went to Cabo alone. That's awesome. Yeah, it, I wish I would have gone. Like I had, it was like a, basically an open invitation to like my group of dudes plus my older brother and Nick and Darian. Mm-hmm. And then everyone had a legitimate reason, but like two days before, like yeah, not gonna make it, man. Uh, sorry. I was like, ah, and then I traded some of my flight passes to one of our friends who works for a timeshare, and she set me up with a resort. So everything was pretty much bought and paid for. So I was like, ah, well, it it was snowing back here at the time, and I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go. And then I was like, I'm just going to, like, go downtown, like, chill during the daytime. And it's exactly what I did. During the day, I uh, laid on the beach, listened to some podcasts. Worked out every single day, got a little bit of riding in, and then during the night I would take the bus or a $40 cab ride to downtown Cabo, walk around. Uh, that was the worst part because, like, you go into these social, like, places, and I had been to Cabo one time, bef- twice before, but the last time it was, like, a year prior, and I'd gone with my older brother, and we had hit, we, like, pretty much set it on fire. We're like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Like, made the absolute best of the situation and just kind of, like, did that. So I went to the same spots, but I, like, didn't have anyone to, like, hang out with. And then I would, like, see, like, these, like, young college kids and, like, they're having, like, a blast. And, like, all right, stay positive, stay positive. And they would just, like, listen to music for a couple hours, get a couple of drinks in, like, try to make friends say hi, and then, like, go back to my spot during the daytime and, like, kick it. And, um... That was cool. It really was. Uh, it was the, the only like time that was kind of a bummer was like those nighttime drinking spots. But um, it was amb- like I was. I know that I'm capable of doing that now. So yeah, that's awesome. That shit, so. little, little self-care vacay. Right. So brought a couple presents back. Brought uh, this uh, skull carved out of fish bone. That's a. Pre- it's like a sugar skull. And then it's got a spirit in it. 
And it then, does. And then brought a lizard back. Lou Diamond Phillips. Lizard back that you can smoke out of. Brought that for my friend. Nice. So, yeah. Cool lizard. Solo vacays are cool. I'm a big advocate for them. It was cool. So did that. Um, and I was I was jumping waves for a couple hours and I looked over like 10 feet over. We're just like manta rays jumping over. That's awesome. That was cool. So That's what they do when they mate. Yeah. Oh. And then was doing really good about like not drinking any water. And it was like I cooked inside of like I bought like bunch of keto food brought like bacon and eggs and avocado and was like cooking and made sure to not like get a sip of water on my mouth i don't want to get sick and then the last day there was very absent-minded made coffee with tap water oh yeah and then was pretty dang sick uh after you got back montezuma's revenge yeah it was like maybe a day that but it was like i was fine during the daytime and then during the nighttime i was just sweating profusely like i would wake up and like my blankets would be soaked like and it took like a week to get out of that cripes do you say bug bug yeah god um i remember going down there i left i had to leave pretty early in the morning like a i had to take a 4 a.m flight from portland to seattle and catch a seattle to cabo at like 7 a.m and then I usually don't drink on uh, A by myself or B like on planes and I was in premium class and I ended up just like, they're like, do you want like something to drink? And I ended up having like nine drinks. Nice. Just got lit. <laughs> nice. And it okay. just, te- I was connected to the internet while I was going there. So just, te- I was like testing grandpa, texting grandpa. Like, yeah. Out of nowhere. It's like 9 a.m. Grandpa, what the fuck's going on? How you living? <laughs> like hazing grandpa through yeah. the phone. It's nothing, little buddy. What do you have to go to Cabo? I'm trash right now. <laughs> it's 9 a.m. Yeah. Oh, so geez. what? Oh, geez, bud. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, hey, little buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of the cooler things I did. So I want to take at least one or two of those. I preferably not go alone, but like uh, England and Amsterdam are on my list. I think I want those to be next. So. That would be cool. Yep. I did um, a solo trip a couple years ago to New York. It was the first time I ever went to New York, and I had a blast roaming around by myself. Um, You know, once you get over the awkward of being in a bar by yourself, it's, I had a a lot of fun, you know. And I think that uh, that's a lot different than being in a club scene Mm. by yourself. That would not be fun to me. But, um, But being in bars and, like, you know, bellying up and talking with the bartender and whatever and the bass. Um, Solo vacations are fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Our friend Mara went to Ghana by herself. That's weird. Isn't that awesome? So cool. That's gnarly. Why why Ghana? She just wanted to go there. She loved it. She said she had a blast. And she wants to go back. What'd she do? Like humanitarian work? Nope. She just went, she toured around. Like Vacation she, to she, Ghana. Yeah. That's weird. Right. I she had somebody like before. brought her around, I think, to like the villages and stuff. And um, she stayed at a hotel and went to bars at night. And I think, yeah. So weird. Yeah. That's um, also very weird to me. Also, yeah. I mean, just of all places, like if people are, it's, 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 it's odd to me that people go to Africa, like for vacation anyway. But if you're going to go to Africa, it's usually like safari egypt or morocco or south africa or safari ghana seems like one of those like countries that's like 
like on the hard end of things, I know I know the com- the country Chad is very poor. Yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily go to you know, it's not necessarily a tourist destination. You sure should not go to Somalia. Right. You know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they I still just, they give out necklaces in Africa still. Christ. It it, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously. Africa. Well, why don't you know? You brought it up. Why she went to Ghana? <laughs> Get off my ass. <laughs> Solo vacation. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, but if I was to bring someone on my solo vacation, you know who I'd want to bring? Who? Larry Weir. Ooh. It's been one year, Larry. Have you listened to one of our episodes yet? I know. We've thanked you 52 times. 53 now. Yeah. We're going to keep thanking you. Yeah, we are going to keep thanking you because we love you. We do. Thanks, love you. You're a good man. Thanks for right now. And you know what? Up. We love you guys, too. We appreciate yeah, you listening. Yeah, that was a long one, but we had to wrap up a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. 365 days. Exactly. Compressed what, two hours? Yeah. There you go. You can try to you, blue. I will make that. a fool of you. Talk that. Woo. Top that. <laughs>